ladies and gentlemen welcome to spawncast episode 206 we uh we're missing sean sean's at a, a party which is interesting to do that on on the eve of of uh of losing an hour but that's what he's decided to do so we'll see him next week hopefully hopefully <laughs> uh but we did bring in someone to fill in for him i think he's up to the task that would be jeff grubb jeff how you doing tonight I'm, I'm doing well thank you for having me on i really appreciate it good to have you back there uh maybe maybe he'll drop some elden ring knowledge you never know everyone we'll see <laughs> that's not a real game <laughs> no okay okay there there it is right there what were we looking at then what was that that footage that came Just, out a movie that's coming soon yeah. it's gonna be good yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we have misclick in the the new the new spawncast 200 hoodie there it's fantastic evan dude you did such a good job dude it was it's fun. great it's super comfy everybody should go buy one right now me and jordan are twinsies tonight no i yeah, love it yeah. Yeah. very nice no, very nice yep that's good that's good then we, then we do have oj what's going on oj is what here is, what is up i i am here um i you know everybody that was uh that paid for it you guys got obviously your money's worth i am here i am here again i know usually i'm not here but this time i'm here you know what i'm saying usually i'm not here don't worry about any other week oh my god but i'm here this week okay the donos right now <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i so i do lance dropped a, a big super chat here a hundred dollars and 69 cents and he said gme to the moon guys <laughs> hey hey you know what if gme can go to the moon that 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 is perfectly fine for me always wanted to visit the moon and hey there'll be a game stop there for us when we get there and mr job says will oj be on tonight with a 69 dollars super chat you're in luck mr job you are in luck bro i am here welcome chat you know don't worry about all this stuff before i am here okay how are you guys doing today seriously to the chat love you guys how are you guys doing tonight man good to be good. here good to have oj here good to have oj here then we got mvg mvg what's going on what's going on great to be here thanks for having me on good to have mvg here and then we have we do have jordan french hello glad to be here how you doing jordan uh, not bad how you doing not bad not bad very good then we have nate the hate who's been he's been making the rounds the past couple weeks but he made some time for us tonight that's right i put aside some time in my busy schedule in international headlines to appear international headlines wow yeah here in china germany you're... france <laughs> worldwide yeah. tour yeah you're the point where you got to use google translate just to read up on yourself yeah, but Sometimes, Biden made yeah. sure that Nate was the first person to get the vaccine. It was like, <laughs> we got to get this guy a vaccine so he can travel, get out there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> got to get it to Nate. And then we, uh, then we do have Evan. Yep. Evan, how's it going? Good. We got the uh, keep an eye on chat. Keep an eye on chat. We got the Twitter up and running finally for the podcast. Yes. So yes. Neat. Over on that side of the screen for everyone. But yeah. Yep. And we're on Spotify now. Everyone kept asking about it, but we are on Spotify now, finally. And uh, you guys weren't kidding. Everyone wants to listen to it on Spotify, apparently, because uh, a bunch of people followed the Spotify account already. So thanks to everyone listening on there. And oh, we did also launch another podcast one-on-one -on -one with, we did MVG, and then we had Scott for the first two episodes. So we'll be, I'll be probably doing those throughout the, the year here and there. So keep an eye on that. Uh, as well so we had we had a couple games that came out this past week i know we had crash bandicoot that dropped on the switch and had an, a next gen enhancement as well we had apex legends that came out on the switch uh, did anyone get a chance to play any of those this week yeah i played mm. i know quick played apex i played apex too as well. yeah wood and bob and i we trioed up and played apex on the switch yeah, i was watching a little bit 
Yeah. That's funny. How'd that go, Click? How'd that go? Come on from PC. How'd that go? Uh, you know, I'm already not a controller shooter person. I will say the gyro worked better than I thought it would. I think they nailed that pretty well. I think Overwatch and Apex both handled the motion very well. Um, but the Apex, yeah, if if it's literally the only place you can play Apex, sure. By all means, it's free. Uh, but if you have the other opportunity to play on other consoles and on PC, definitely play it there because it's just, yeah, it's 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 lag. Turn off crossplay immediately. Turn off yeah. crossplay yeah. right away. Cross yes. It's too blurry. Well, if you, you know, turn like... off crossplay, you're not going to be able to like play ranked. I don't know who'd be wanting to play ranked on mm. Switch, to be honest. But yeah, you're not like I think we queued up for ranked when we finally qualified and we turned off crossplay and there were like four people waiting in a lobby or something. Uh, okay. Uh, so okay. you'd have to wait a while. So if you're gonna play just like pubs uh, in their limited time match, it's 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 good. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's it. Yeah, it was lagging. I mean, Panic Pretty Button bad. probably did the best they could with what they had there, but yeah. I, I, you know, it's 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 Apex trying to go to the Switch, is them trying to fit a game on there that it's was never designed gigs. to go on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was playing it. I, I got a number of matches in. Like, it did take a little bit of time to kind of get used to. I got a number of matches in. I mean, like Click says, if it's like the only one, but I mean, they did the best they could. I mean, and it works functionally for some people. I know some people had problems, but I didn't have too much problems playing. But yeah, it's just, it's just too blurry. I think like Doom and some of the other first-person shooters have done a little bit better job uh, with just like how it looks. Uh, I know Apex has like huge areas though, but I mean, it is a free to play game. So if you want to check it out, check it out. But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling Apex man too much on there. Then again, like first person shooters on Switch, it's just, they're cool, but there's just like, there definitely needs to be something, right? Like, you know, we're talking about Switch Pro later, but it needs to be something that kind of makes the, cause it's, it's kind of hard to see. And I, I got like perfect vision. It's kind of hard to just like see people clearly on there. It just looks a bit and like the draw distance isn't very good like to see far away so i i don't know man. Mm -hmm. it's not, was, it wasn't my wasn't my thing I, I played apex on uh ps4 pro and it's um it's pretty good there um i haven't played on any other system but the ps4 pro version is pretty good i know like the base version seems to be pretty good too but yeah the, the frame rate it's okay but it dips i mean it, like i said it's free to play but Mm -mm, I'm not. I, I think there's better first-person shooters. I think Doom is better. I think the first Doom is better. I think. I think all of them. I'd rather play something else. At least like single-player type of thing. Or even the multiplayer in the Doom. I had more fun with that. Like the the first Doom. I had more fun with that than Apex <laughs> multiplayer. Sure. So. Yeah, I was I was feeling the same way. I think if you have any other system hooked up, check it out there. But I I guess if if the Switch is all you have, I mean it's a free to play game, so you can uh, you can see how it looks to you. I tried it in handheld mode, and that that was probably the worst the worst idea I had. <laughs> it was it's tough because you can't see anything really in the distance, and that's the problem because that's a game where you'll be looking across maps yep. and people look like smudges almost on your screen. Yeah, um, it, it drops it, to three sixty p at times. Um, it's, it's yeah, it's it, it needs some help. Definitely need some help. Need some new hardware behind it. Yeah, but uh, although I mean it's free, so people can people can check it out. They want to try out Crash Bandicoot because um, I know Sean did. He's not here though. He's at a party. I did play some Crash Bandicoot though on the Switch. How was uh, it? it? It is significantly better than Apex Legends. <laughs> they did, oh, they did I mean, much much better. Uh, it, it looks. Should I buy it? I want to know if I should buy it because I did. I was planning to to get it once it hit Switch, and now it's been so long. I've sort of lost the uh, the lust for it, so to speak. Uh, is it? Is it good enough? And is it a good game? It, I actually liked it quite a bit. Uh, it's it was shorter though, uh, and we had this conversation before, Jordan, if you remember, uh, about mm -hmm. the overall length of the game. But it's cheaper on the Switch. So based on the price of the Switch, I think it's forty dollars. 
it's uh it's solid the the game itself they have it at 30 frames per second on the switch but the way crash controls i mean if you played insane trilogy and you had no problem with 30 frames there you'll go over to crash 4 no problem and it actually looks pretty good in handheld mode compared to other games on the switch that are you know in handheld mode where they drop certain things down and all that uh i'd say it less sacrifices for crash going to handheld mode um so yeah it's completely playable it was great uh on the switch uh, i think it's a pretty fun game overall the time mechanic was you know like when you first start out and you check it out it, it was all right but it's just a little shorter i think but 40 dollars compared to 60 I, I think is a bit better so um but yeah visual wise i think it's fine you do fine with it jeff oh thank you um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick it up for, i didn't know it was 40 dollars. that makes it really enticing yeah, definitely. If it was 60, it's still, I think it's just tough for that crash game in general um, yeah. because of the length of it. But uh, 40, much, much more manageable. Um, what else? Did we have anything else that dropped this week that I'm missing? Because I think those yeah, were like. Yeah, Bethesda's Game Pass games, man. Oh, I guess Did we can talk about the Game Pass games. I was, I was going to roll that into uh, the, the whole topic about everything. Uh, do, you want, I, do you want me to talk about Loop Hero first? Just to get it out of the way. Ooh, Loop Hero. Loop Hero. Is it, has anyone else played Loop Hero? I didn't play Loop Hero. What, what is that? I've, I've watched so much of it, and it's it's it seems really awesome from what I from what I've watched on Twitch. I've been watching a few guys play it, and I think it looks really dope. So I'm like I'm hesitant to bring it up because it feels very difficult to explain. But uh, so do you guys remember the game Progress Quest? Uh, like the game where you just kind of are filling up bars. It's like an old Flash yep. game. You're just filling up bars. You watch a bar fill yep. up, and as you fill up the bars you unlock more stuff and the bars fill up faster. So there's some of that DNA in this. And then, uh, so that, that's like the foundation. And what your character's doing is he's going around on a loop automatically. And as he gets into battles, he fights automatically. All you're really doing is placing cards on the map to change the dynamics of the map. Uh, a, a good example is if you, you might get um, rock cards, you put the rocks on, uh, you put a rock on the map and that gets you two HP it replenishes two HP every time a new day clicks over and that your day bar is always filling up. Uh, but as you put more rocks on the map, if you put them next to each other, they sort of synergize and you get more HP. And then if you put in, uh, rocks in a three by three formation, they turn into a mountain. And then that mountain creates harpies that attack you. But as you defeat the harpies, you get better resources and better weapons. And it's, uh, it's also a roguelike. So you are trying to balance whether or not you are going to return to your camp or try to keep going and try to go all the way to the boss. It's 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 complicated to explain. I'll just say that I can't stop playing it. It is it is really well made. Those synergies that I was talking about, it's really just fun to play. And you're like, I can't wait till I figure out what the next synergy is. I can't wait to find out what the next, like I got these new cards because I, I just put it in my deck. Let me see what it does when I put it next to other things. Oh, when I put um, a meadow next to a, a like a mountain, the meadow isn't just like, oh, a green meadow. Now it's like a blooming, like flowery meadow. What does that do? And you can hover over the mouse and read how that changed things. Um, it is just, it's almost like like one more turn, like sort of civilization in that way. Yeah, um, and I just I can't gonna, stop playing it. I was going to mention civilization or um, what was the other one that Sid Meier did? Um, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like you, you yeah. keep progressing because you don't know what's going to happen if you combine yeah. certain things and that's what makes the gameplay loop so enticing i guess what system what yeah. platforms is it on is this on PC. everything or? it's okay. on steam right now yeah it's okay. on steam and that's it yeah is but it, uh how much is it? Oh, i think it's 15 20 it's in that range it, it's okay. um I, I think like yeah do, do what oj did watch some people play it try to get an idea it, it's like a very basic looking but i also very like like the, like the style they're doing like a crt effect that actually works really well um 
I, I, yeah, I, I was like, I heard everyone like singing its praises and I gave it, a, I gave it a shot. And then I was playing it for like 20 minutes before I had a meeting. And I was like really mad that I had meetings. I was already hooked on it in the first 20 minutes. So uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty impressive. Like, oh, it, it got me that fast. And then I've been playing it all day today. So it's a, it's a very good game. I saw some people in the chat mention the TMNT game, which we can we can touch on very quickly before we go into all the Bethesda and Switch Pro stuff. You guys saw that trailer, right, for TMNT? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That game looks awesome. Like, I, they, they didn't show us a ton of it, unfortunately. I, I, I don't know if it's coming out this year or not. It might be, like, next year or something. But yeah, I think they said 2021. 2021? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I hope this year. That's good. That's good. It's made. It's made actually by the ex ex developers or producers from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World at Ubisoft. So I and Dot Emu's of course publishing it. I am. I am on board with this game. It looks good compared to what we've had recently with Turtles. I'm. I'm very the, happy about this. The only thing, I'm a huge. By the way, you know, I'm a huge Turtles fan. I grew up in that era. I think a lot of us did. Some of us didn't. But where the Turtles were like the greatest thing ever. The 87, 87 show. And that was like the greatest thing. That was, that was like, oh my gosh, turtles. Everybody wanted to like turtles toys and all that. And you can tell from like the trailer that they're gonna go back to like to the old school levels, right? There's the surfing that they saw. They didn't show it, but they showed like the animation. So there's gonna be a surfing level. There's gonna be a skateboarding level. And you guys remember the arcade game was just sick, right? So they're gonna have all that stuff in there, but there's no online multiplayer from what I understand. Unless Ooh. I'm wrong on this one. That hurts. That hurts if that's going to be the yeah, case. I really hope they reconsider. And I, I thought about maybe trying to contact somebody to contact the devs. They really need to reconsider. I, I think there's no online. Maybe chat can correct me if I'm wrong. But this really needs some like online multiplayer. Like local co-op is great. And I played it back in the day, you know, with my bro and with my, my sisters when they felt like playing. But like I would really like for them to add that because like that's like part of the... Yeah, I'm going to see, I'm gonna have to see more about that because if they don't have like online multiplayer that's not good uh we'll, we'll see we'll see what they do there but like they showed a lot of things that were callbacks to turtles in time like they had them throwing the the foot soldier at the screen which was part of a, a mechanic for a boss battle in turtles in time that i really liked so mm -hmm. i it looks good i like that they went i know people are probably starting to get kind of tired of like the retro pixel art look but i think oh, this you, is a you mean wrong thing. people yeah people <laughs> are wrong yeah this is a game they had to do it for though like if it showed up and it was these weird looking cartoony sprites i think that would have been a problem this is uh this looks like old school but still kind of newer as well so um i i really like how it looks i'm excited for it uh that's I'll be awesome I'll be curious if they try to do anything else with it. Like, do they add a mechanic where your characters level up like Castle Crashers or something like that? Or, and you play through the game multiple times to get your characters leveled up to a certain point. Uh, I, there, there are some things they could do to at least extend the, the, the overall replayability of it. But they show us some screenshots, a little bit of gameplay, and I guess we'll maybe find out more around E3 time or a little later, maybe summer. So yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a summer release. That seems like right, the right time to do that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Uh, it said they said consoles and PC, so I assume it's just going to everything. It would be my assumption. Yeah. Uh, but exciting stuff there, definitely. And we got Discord questions over there. Uh, yep. We got what is the best third-party PS2 controller? None of the companies like Retrofit, oh. Retro Fighters, or 8-Bit <laughs> Doe apparently yes. make any. So. Best third-party PS2 controller. Ooh, that is a good question, actually. Hmm. Trying to think of any good third because a lot of them are kind of junk to be honest. They're like you I go can't on eBay. Think of anything. That's yeah, you good. go on, you go on eBay, they're like nine dollars. Someone needs to do that. 
Someone needs to get on that one. Wait, is there Apit Doe doesn't have an adapter for that for the PS2? I, I, you know, yeah. like they released that. I feel like one of your best bet so. is going to be a some kind of adapter for something else. Maybe that's there's got to be something on the market for that. Yeah, I'm surprised that no one's done that if they have not. Um, because oh wait, there's the what is this? There's the Mayflash. Oh, that's for actually hooking up to the PC. I'm just trying to think of one that would work for hooking up to the the um, PS2. That's tough. I might have to look into that a bit more. So maybe somebody in the chat can help you out with that one. I think Logitech might be... I mean, Logitech was decent back in the day, but now you see a lot of junk controllers that, by the way, at wholesale, cost us $4 a piece. So, <laughs> brand new. So, I'll just tell you all you need to know about the quality of those ones. Uh, we have another Discord question, Evan. Uh, let's go with... With 2022 being Spider-Man's 60th anniversary, what do you expect or would you like to see when it comes to video games featuring everyone's favorite webhead? Spider-Man 2? <laughs> yeah. Do that. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's basically what we have to look forward to, I think, for that one, uh, just because Sony would control it. But you're, Even not, if wait, they, you're not looking forward to seeing them in, in Avengers? No. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot about the Avengers. Dude. That game is so broken and busted and sad at this point. It's like, I I, I don't know how. I mean, the, they're lucky that actually has like the Avengers tag on it. Otherwise, that game would be done. Oh, yeah. It'd be over. Oh, that game. So much potential wasted in that. Sad, sad thing to see. Got another Should've Discord question? Should have been oh. free to play. Oh, absolutely. That's the biggest. I can't believe it's not free to play now. Yeah. Like it's it, it, it's shocking that they haven't gone that route, um, but EA never made Anthem free to play. I guess technically. So, um, what's uh what's another Discord question for the uh, possible Switch mid generation refresh? What do we think that the Joy Cons are going to be like a little weird for it? Are they going to be weirdly shaped, or, or is it going to be kind of what we have now? I guess is what he's asking. I guess from here we can go and we can start with the Switch Pro stuff. Then uh, this was about Joy Cons, Evan. Uh, I think yeah. the Joy Con. I think you're still going to use the same Joy Cons we have now. So yeah, drift and all, yeah. <laughs> it'll follow us with it to this. Yep. I don't think they're going to mess up the overall like side panels for it to put the Joy Cons on. I think they're. I think Nintendo's pretty set with the the Joy Con going forward. They could do like an internal revision on it at some point to fix the the joystick, but I think they have enough accessories and stuff that go with the Joy Cons that they don't want to change that completely mid gen. So maybe next gen they'll they'll change it up. But do we want to we want to touch on some of the stuff that happened this week for this Switch Pro stuff because it got kind of it got kind of out of hand for a little bit there. Now I'm hearing that there might be two Switch Pro or two Switch revisions. Nate, am I thinking right here? What's going on right now? Oh, I'm mean, actually speculation based on the Bloomberg article that perhaps what they were referring to isn't the Pro and it's just an alternative model that would have a bigger screen that would be OLED. And it could introduce the possibility of a 2021 release of a Switch XL, but it doesn't negate the high probability that they do have a new SOC equipped Switch that would have 4K functionality achieved with the LSS. It would just be a second, a secondary alternative to what the Bloomberg model could possibly be suggesting. Well, here's the way, like, here's what I'm looking at right now, because there's uh, this rumor going around about them stopping X1 production, but I, I've looked around. The reason I haven't really talked much about it is because I can't find any, any like actual evidence or necessary anything else to back that up right now. From what I could tell, it's a, a person on Game Reactor who wrote it, and then it's a person yeah. on Reset Eric who said it. And I don't know if it, those two are even linked. It's an unverified story. And the problem is, is that it gives no time frame as... 
MVG, myself, and John Linneman discussed on our most recent podcast that even if it's true that NVIDIA is going to shut down production of the Tegra X1, it could shut down in December, yeah. which would basically render all the current speculation about it meaningless because that gives Nintendo an additional nine months to stockpile X1 chips for the current Switch and the Switch Lite to continue production of those models while also further introducing the Switch Pro. So if they do have a Switch XL that would still be using the Tegra X1, they can have chips for a long time, you know, going into mid-2023. So the story without a time frame of reference as to when production would cease is really irrelevant. There's nothing there that anyone can look to for valid information. And if we want to take that story to heart as possibly being legitimate, then we should wait till the first week of May when we would have Nintendo give guidance to their upcoming fiscal year for hardware shipments. Because if they come out and say, we're expecting to ship 21 million Switch in the coming fiscal year, you can probably look at that and say, well, production for the TX1 isn't going to shut down until the second half of 2021. Whereas some of the rumors were stating that it would shut down as early as January, which is now two months ago, and that did not happen, to also suggesting it could shut down in April. So it seems as though the rumor is it may be making just a leap in logic that if the pro is using a new SOC, that the natural evolution of things would be that NVIDIA would shut down TX1 production because they would no longer be producing that chip for the flagship line for Nintendo. It could just be a case of that of assumption. Mm. But right now, there's really no reason to give that rumor too much attention or merit. Okay. Okay. Would you, would you, you were, had a good piece, Jeff, that, that you wrote recently about all the all the possibilities of what nintendo could do uh and what what were your thoughts about nintendo going into this this holiday when i mean we're all kind of expecting nintendo to if they're going to release it this holiday they'll talk about it in like august or something right and then they'll drop it in november or basically they'll do it closer to release they wouldn't do it like six months out or something uh like microsoft at one point really what they announced the scorpio and it was like a year and a half away or something mm -hmm. uh, so nintendo is gonna announce it like two months out maybe from when it releases maybe two and a half months um so we'd expect to hear about it this summer and there's yeah. a lot of possibilities according to your your uh, your article that was a really good read you have a, you have a couple of ideas as to what they could do then yeah and this was uh yeah i was just trying to kind of give people idea of like all the multiple directions they could go in especially with us knowing uh not not everything and there's like not conflicting reports but uh reports that sort of stack on one another um i i think you know i listened to nate's podcast i thought that was you know very on point uh but just like to you know quickly go over like you know it could be as simple as them uh putting something like uh an example i used with this was the marseille uh m classic sort of adapter um, and they could put something like that inside the dock. And this is a cable that adds special anti-aliasing, contextual um, upscaling, things like that, uh, so that they could get 4K out of the dock. Um, and they, they could do that more intelligently. They can work with NVIDIA to get stuff like that working. Uh, if I, but in that article, I said if I was going to bet on anything, it would be uh, probably a new SOC that has room for tensor cores, uh, probably going to an eight nanometer or Samsung process uh, so that they can make that happen. Um, I guess I guess my, my, my question would be, and you know, I, I guess I could post this to, to Nate. Uh, if, if they, you know, if they do make an, a new SOC, uh, I guess why wouldn't they just take that SOC and filter it down into the light and the, the switch classic, I guess, going forward and just uh, kind of make bring everything onto the same sort of new SOC in the same way they did, same way they did with um, the, the Marico chip um, going forward. 
I mean, they could. It probably would just be a case of cost. How much yeah. is the new SOC going to go for them? And they may just sit there and say, you know what, if we can get another, let's say two years out of the Tegra X1, so we'll bring it to 2023. This way we can get the new SOC in mass production. We can bring down that cost a bit. And then we introduce that brand new switch light with portable DLSS right. in that second half of 2023. And that's how you kind of just continue that natural evolution of the switch line moving forward rather than introduce the new SOC equipped in all these models right so, away. Yeah, it's going to be, point. it's going to be supply constrained, right? So it's just, that's yeah. going to, yeah, it's, it'll take time. So it's, it seems like the, like you're right. Like that, that's why the, you know, the, the story of the X one going away, is like, uh, yeah, sure. But we all, we all know it's going to happen eventually, but if it, if it happens like, you know, a year from now, a year out, uh, yeah, you're right. They'll just, they'll use all the X ones they have and then slowly filter that down as they're able to meet demand over time. Yeah. That makes a lot right. of sense to me. I think that I think there's a concern like people, I think, are still holding on to that X1 idea like, oh, they're going to continue doing that because it's Nintendo and we always assume they're going to look for the like the cheapest possible route to create the system. Like the, the reason they're using the OLEDs is because it's, they've become cheap. So it's like, would they create a whole new SOC now if, rather than kind of work towards a new SOC for the next generation? However, it does seem that uh that there's a lot of confidence right now that nintendo would be developing a new soc for the well, some sort of revision for the switch well, i mean so, I, it, go ahead nate i'm sorry let's say the big thing right now is it's probably the hang up of we call it a switch pro it's going to have the new soc it's going to be a more capable switch the problem is is that it all comes down to how nintendo wants to brand and market this if they view it internally as a successor but they still market it as simply a premium switch, then it really doesn't matter. Because if we're looking at a new SOC, going from a Tegra X1 to something with Tensor Cores, for all intents and purposes, is a new generation leap. But they don't necessarily have to come out and market it that way. They could market this like a Game Boy Color to the Game Boy line. I, I do yeah, wonder it, if it they... Very, it becomes clouded because if they're not gonna do the traditional generations and they're just doing the mm. iterative models, then we have to kind of remove that from our own mentality. We simply don't know how Nintendo is going to market this product yet. So you think it's 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 a possibility that they start approaching things as not cutoffs for generations Mobile. anymore, really going forward. Yeah. We're just gonna to continue to refresh the line essentially. And eventually one of the older switches gets left behind, like eventually an iPhone gets left behind they could go that route. I mean, we don't have a clear picture if that is what they're going to do, but I wouldn't put it completely by them for exploring that type of option. Nate, can, can I speak on that real quick? What you said, I think what you guys were talking about on your podcast was, and also what MVG said on there as well, was very intelligent because if you look at it, do they really have to? People already get confused when you say, well, let's switch. So we say last gen. Oh, well, Wii U, they're both in the same gen. And then you have like next gen, but it's not there. It's not there quite there, right? When it comes to like Microsoft and Sony. So they're already kind of throwing a wrench into it anyway. So yeah. they might as well just kind of do their own thing at this point, right? And not worry about what I did. I did. The, I did that, say, right? uh, I did say the switches in the PS5 and Xbox series generation earlier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the funny thing is that then people will disagree with you. People will say, no, that's not it. They'll say, no, it's last gen. And then you say, well, what was the Wii U? Oh, well, there's two generate. They have two <laughs> generation. So, wait a minute. Yeah. Nintendo We're said, just making generations yeah, up now. <laughs> but, but wait a minute. Nintendo said that the switch is their successor. That means it's the next generation. You can't, there's it, no. It's people needing to classify things. So we have a yeah. very, uh, 
it's just, it's just human brains. We leave yeah. half the classified things. Yeah. And that's uh, fine. You know, okay. that, that, that's fine. I just found it interesting that maybe Nintendo just kind of does their own thing when they feel like it, you know? So, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, John, to your point about like, oh, uh, Nintendo is going to do the thing that's cheapest. I, I think there's no reason to believe that they're they're looking they're looking at this and saying oh in the long run this is actually going to be cheaper to do a new soc especially because nvidia has motivations here uh this is a thing i put in my story is that nvidia wants dlss on a nintendo switch uh the more games that use use dlss and if if you know if you have to use dlss on nintendo system uh to like get performance uh all that stuff's going to come to pc it, it turns dlss into more of a standard and an industry standard especially sure. if they can make this happen before amd can get out mm-hmm. its competitive it's competing open software that's going to be open you're going to be able to put it on anything but if nvidia can get it on a, a nintendo system and developers just get used to using dlss uh it, it could be the kind of thing where it's just that is what developers think about using so if, if, if nvidia has that motivation nvidia could have been approaching nintendo and said hey we have a new soc that we want to make for you uh let's make this deal happen uh let's mm-hmm. what, what what numbers do you need to like make it make sense for you nintendo of course you know they're going to be really good negotiators probably got the price they wanted so i wouldn't be surprised at all if it's a, a new soc yeah, yeah and i mean even to go with the pricing a little further is we can look even at the oled model reported by bloomberg and as john Lindman was discussing with mvg and myself it came up that the oled screen could actually feasibly be cheaper than the current oh, yeah. screen that they're using now. So Nintendo's looking at it saying, we can equip the current Switch with the TX1 with a better screen. It saves us money. The consumer is getting a better product. This is a win-win for everybody. And that's how Nintendo operates. And with a lot of these revisions, it's always a means to reduce cost and increase profit margin. And yeah. that's just how Nintendo and all these companies operate. So. That's where when we speculate about the idea of like Switch XL plus a Pro, it kind of began to make a lot more sense when we look at they could get this OLED screen for the XL in mass production. They could introduce a brand new dock, which would support 4K output to also get into mass production. So when the time comes to introduce that Pro, that screen and that dock is already cranking out and now they just have to produce those systems. It makes a lot of sense that Nintendo would get these out there. Their prices would come down on the production overall, and then they're just going to put out this higher premium product. All the while, you still have the lights and the XLs out there for those who just want basic functionality, while us hardcore are going to be buying that 4K DLSS equipped Switch. I was going to say there's a, there's a lot of people wondering if Nintendo should release a Pro because like, would people really want it? This is... This is a system where Nintendo announces a different color for the Switch Lite and people lose their <laughs> minds and go out and buy it. Yes. And who are, who are the people so... losing their minds? It's, <laughs> it's us. It's the people watching this show. It's the people who consume a lot of games media. This is a point I always try to make. Like, you got to think about, like, uh, why does Nintendo do this? Nintendo invented, like, the Pro model. Like, Nate mentioned the Game Boy Color and, and the DSi and all this stuff. Uh, why do they do that? It's because they're most diehard fans uh, will totally buy into the forced obsolescence thing, where if you put out a new thing and it has a right little analog nub, and I see that analog nub, and I'm talking about myself here. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that in all kinds of games, and I buy that 3ds. Uh, that yeah, they got, that, they, got never, that, they got rid of that. They got rid of that. They got rid of that pesky Game Boy Advance slot. Who wanted that? Yeah, it, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I want the new thing because it's got a new thing, and I'm gonna I'm totally gonna use it. And that's so. And then I buy it, and then now I've already spent the money. Nintendo doesn't care if they actually support it, and really, I don't even care. I just I got the shiny new thing, and I just wanted the shiny new thing. And then I either sell my old 3ds, or I give it to a friend, or I give it to a, a loved one, and now they have a new system to play and buy games on. But who actually paid to to expand the user base? The most mm-hmm. diehard fan, me. And so this is the Nintendo strategy for forever. They know that you and I and the people watching are going to buy these things and then more systems will get out there. Uh, it, it's a, a strategy that has worked for decades. I mean, Breath of the Wild 2 and 4K, that, that sounds pretty enticing. I'd be on board for that. I mean, Let's DLSS not... 4K is just as good as 4K now, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there, better. there's going to be 4K on the outside of that box, just like there's 8K on the outside of the yes. PS5 box, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there you I mean, go, okay. Listen, Nintendo and 4K, even in the same sentence to me, is like, oh... Yeah, but it's, it, it, it took it, until it, 2021 maybe to get there. So right, yeah, last right, generation right, we got it, that HDMI port in. This next, this you know, this yeah, generation we're getting 4K. <laughs> it took it took them a while, but they have Nintendo in their uh, they have Nvidia in their pocket. Like yeah, mm-hmm. Microsoft long term deal. Have AMD, and they don't have anything that competes with DLSS right now. So Mm-mm. in some ways, they could be really competitive um, by the time the Switch Pro. Uh, comes out with the new SOC, they could really be up with, you know, the appropriate resolutions. And the I, have, yeah. I, mean, I am curious if we get to the point where the switch is 4k as well, like there, and it, and it plays, you know, similar games and all of that as even the PS five or some of the third party stuff that comes out. Like, I do feel like consumers are going to start to have a harder and harder time telling the difference at times between like, okay, why, why wouldn't I just buy this new switch then? Cause it's also is portable. Like there, that that's something that's, that's, I think, Fault like is lost on people a lot online because we look at like the digital foundry video and we're like, okay, this one is 1800p, but this one's 1770p. So obviously the 1800, like <laughs> most of the moms and dads and whoever walking in don't don't think about that. They see 8k on the box, which is probably why Sony put on the outside of the box. Let's be real, oh, and yeah. it looks like more than 4k. So they're like, oh, okay, I'll get that one. Um, yeah. so it it is it. That's the one thing I want Nintendo to do at this point. The hybrid model works. Just reduce the sacrifice that we get for going to the hybrid model over the next, you know, so many generations. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of where I'm with it. is kind of that cheat code for them. I'm oh, fine yeah. with that. I'm fine with that because Nvidia has been working hard. Like you said, uh, Jeff, to get that out more and more and become standard. I mean, it's part of unreal yeah. engine basically yeah, at this point. That's so exciting to me. I, Cause I, I love DLSS. So yeah, when I saw that news, I was like, Oh great. Like it's in like indie games. Now that uh, pumpkin Jack game, uh, I was like playing that and it had a DLSS <laughs> option. So I was like, that's okay, cool. that's, that's fantastic. So that's it's definitely a motivation for them. And and I will say the one thing: if you like, you are a Sony or Microsoft fanboy, and you're like, "Well, I want something like that." God, God. But, uh, AMD, Microsoft, and Sony will like put their heads yeah. down to make sure that thing gets done. To make sure super the AMD, resolution, super resolution. I couldn't remember the name. Thank you. Super, super resolution. Yeah. They will work to get super resolution done and make sure it works well. And they will they will actually all work together to make sure that happens. So. Uh, you won't have to wait too much longer, I would imagine. It might not be as good as DLSS out of the gate. I imagine it's going to have some of the same sort of fuzziness at first, but they'll figure it out over time. I actually think these advanced upscaling techniques are essentially going to be more of like what the future is for a oh, lot yeah. of consoles. And then, yeah. and then uh, frame rate interpolation is going to be like a real thing. AI frame rate interpolation is going to be a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we're getting 60 across the board going forward, maybe even 120 going across the board, yep. I'm fine with that. Like, that's perfect. I don't, I don't mind if it looks just a little, little fuzzy on the one side if i'm getting this I'll tell you, dlss 2.0 though you can't tell you cannot tell the difference anymore 
or yeah, not they really. showed it, apparently uh, Evan, you were doing uh, Death Stranding with the LSS, right? Yep. That was there was, was uh, there were there were there a were, few that said they would do it, but they wouldn't do it at a certain resolution. They, it had to be at a certain point, but that one just yeah, like you, the three hard. the three qualities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put it on like normal, I can't remember what the name is, but like you shouldn't see any weirdness. What's yeah. What's interesting is there are parts in the game that DLSS will take smaller details and actually make them smoother. So it ends up looking better than the native resolution just because it processes everything in the image. It's it very interesting. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's not like it's not just like uh, sharpening the image. It is using information that is not even present in, in the rendering of the game on your computer. It's using information that it's it's you know gleaned from the cloud. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. would be curious to see them somehow get that in in this switch revision. Otherwise, I, do you think they would just use some like more standardized upscaling method, like you said, Jeff, just like a yeah. chip that they would have separate from yeah, and, like have it so it upscales. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I I mean, Nate says DLSS. I believe Nate. Uh, but if they if for some reason DLSS wasn't working, uh, maybe they'll do an a, just regular AI upscaling. But I think there's a reason they haven't done that with games yet. It's probably because of latency. So, um, yeah. yeah. Maybe, but maybe they. Oh, sorry. Maybe they got that working. So we'll see. I wouldn't expect it to be something they use in handheld mode because they probably wouldn't need it. But like maybe. just as like a like something you'd just use in docked mode um, would be good. Hey. That means that maybe next gen will finally get that Ethernet port because there's not much left to us. So that would work. Oh my goodness! Whoa, yeah, whoa. Keep <laughs> Gotta give Nintendo time. <laughs> give them time for such features. Fine, analog triggers. Let's not get over. Let's not get too paranoid. Folders. Folders. Voice chat. Folders. Whoa. Yeah, take folders. folders. No voice hey, chat. I ran a okay. I ran a poll. On, on the YouTube channel asking what feature people would like to see in a, in, in a, a firmware update and folders was the last thing people wanted. What's themes was number one. Themes was 50% of like the 40 or 50,000 votes. No, no folders why? have actual functionality. A theme no, is folders are themes corny. Are cool. Folders are corny. You know why they're corny? Because you put stuff in there and then you never look at it again because like it looks so <laughs> stupid on your menu. It's so stupid. Vanilla, but what vanilla looking, this, it reminds me of like a job that I used to be a vanilla looking folder. Though. But what like, happens can corny make it look look, if you can customize them and they add like they, they actually looks like dope like with like pictures and all that, then I'd agree. But they look stupid. They yeah, look, if they, yeah, but what happens right now? They look corny. But what happens right now is that's why they that's why they lost the themes themes look cool themes look cool and that's the reason why themes won folders look stupid they look corny they look corny on every platform that they're on but that's the reason why but what's happening right now is you just play a bunch of games and it gets pushed to the far and you don't even know they're there anyway so it's like well it's better than that i don't want to micromanage myself and putting stuff into folders for no reason when i'm probably never going to see it anyway if it gets pushed over it gets pushed over options I think yeah, the other one is on the eShop. Music on the eShop is the real feature. E That's well, what the we eShop that I put up, the eshop that I, I've uh, said, thing though, I put up was just eShop needs remake. music and people on this very cast. No, that's fine. I, I, like I watched it. that. I was, I, I was like on your side, Nate. I like yes, the eShop music. That'd be cool. Tweet. Just bring back the, hey. they don't have to do anything crazy. Just bring the Wii Shop <laughs> music back and drop it over. I'm cool with that. No, no shots to anybody. <laughs> no, no shots to anybody that likes folders, but I'm just telling you the reason why themes won because themes look cool. I think, I think folders uh, and music. Folders was below the eShop revamp and it was below uh, party chat system. So like, like, uh, like, for rooms, like just on the Switch when you're playing other games, you could talk to people. Well, you know, I think the real takeaway from that poll is. Nintendo needs a lot of improvements made to their system. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I like systems ideas for like the yeah, yeah. But that's not uh, even that big of a like. It's not like that to me. It's like <laughs> in there. It's not even that big of a deal. 
know I mean, even, I'm... but like themes, you'd even think for like marketing purposes, because you'd give away a free theme for like, I don't know, Astral Chain and people would have it on their system. And like, yeah, I wonder if they're just afraid of or... making that, that UI less responsive yeah. or something like that. Probably. Yeah. That's fine. I just, I just want, I want communication like with your friends and stuff. Like the mm. invite system is cool. I think that was cool for Apex. That was like super simple, but they yeah. like use more of that. The voice, the voice chat for me, like I would like that, but it's also kind of like a catch 22 because uh, <laughs> once you add like voice chat to games, you kind of like. Call of Duty is a very welcoming uh, lobby and everything. Yeah, you know, you, you know, sign on and everyone just wants to be friends. And <laughs> yeah, some, some no one's playing mean, music into the microphone. Yeah, no, I think you get a lot of squeakers um, <laughs> over the, the Switch stuff. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd really just want like uh, more like communication strategies for the Switch if you're not like on your desktop or mm -hmm. something. That was trophies just, or achievements. That's a good one too. That's That'd one cool. I should have added. I should have added that, Jordan. That's a good one. Like I don't, I don't find myself going too much out of my way to to get those anymore. But for some reason, having them there gives me the nice. like thought of playing more. Mm. And just I don't mm -hmm. know. There's something about it. it just feels I nice. What you mean. A little pop up. You know, even mm -hmm. like I'm on Steam, I get a little pop up in the course. Like, hey, you yeah. did something. I don't know. It keeps me interested in playing the game. For voice though, did they want to play Destruction All Stars when that came out? Because that was a disaster. <laughs> oh. Everyone had a microphone on their on their controller, so everyone's room was just like the microphone was on by oh, default. Picking up everything. <laughs> picked I, up everything. It was I, hilarious. Oh I clicked mine to mute by default. Oh, you it was hilarious. In the settings. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, a lot you're of the only one though. Not. Does that pick <laughs> yeah, up right. all the clicks and stuff though? Like all the not on the controller, but it picked up everyone's that. everyone who was watching like a TV and... in the same room. Uh, mm. Yeah, it picked up everything. Animals. So. Yeah, that's bad. Domestic yeah. disputes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people on Destruction also watched The Bachelor apparently. So <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's go. And we got some more Discord questions over there before we go over to uh, the topic I'm excited for, which is Bethesda and Xbox. Do you think Nintendo will add a new hardware gimmick to the Switch successor? Not the refresh, but whatever comes next. Or do you think they're going to oh, go gosh. with it? The if it's not broke, don't fix it mentality. Oh, I hope they I hope they don't get too out there, but I feel like they might try to do something else. There's going to be a gimmick. Oh, gosh. They've got it like they got it figured out so well with the, the Switch. And you I know, get concerned that they're like, you know what? That Wii U just didn't get the right chance, did it? No, I'm telling you, there's, there's going to be a gimmick because look, the G, the Game Boy was extremely success i mean they kind of the game boy advance was yeah kind of just like the same thing right yeah but look at the ds the ds they completely yep. tried something different and the gba sold really well but the ds sold even better right yeah they so, got rid of the game boy yeah this is the what you're right they, they learned yeah. that lesson at that time and i mean can we argue with them like they seem to prove that going to gimmick seems to work really well for them yeah but they also they also went from it their most successful home console they got a little out there with the wii u and then they had their least successful home console so now i'm like they're kind of set up now to have another i think it'll depend like do they kind of keep the baseline of what they have now and then add on top of it with something or do they change it completely that's what i would be curious about it's gonna be it's gonna be a ds so it's gonna have two screens, but it still docks to the screen. <laughs> They're gonna do something like that. Oh Finally, man! The hell did you just say? I'm not gonna make fun of that. <laughs> come come, it, come back here in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm not ruling anything. They'll, they'll just take what they have and just try to innovate on top of that kind of sure. like. I mean, that, that's what I think they'll do because I think that the the current president Furukawa is a bit more conservative than um than what Wata when he was you know i think he's definitely a bit more like you know like hey we got to make sure this is this is this you know like and i think 
uh, Kimishima, the guy that was before him, I think they're definitely not in the same line with their charisma and stuff. So I, I think it'll be more in line with what I feel like if they don't, you know, it, like if the next console for them isn't anything to do with like portability and in the switch, they basically, you know, got rid of their handheld department for the switch. So would they have to keep the switch going as like a, a new switch, I'm another version, yes. and then make that basically, Oh, it's kind of in the middle of both. No more three DSs, no more of this, but here's our handheld option, but we're still going to make a more powerful console eventually for our next console. I think, I think they could probably do something with like, uh, like mobile communication. So like 5g, 4g LT, something like that just to at least have the switch always connected to some kind of network yeah. that's something they could do there i mean i don't know if they could sell that as a next-gen feature but certainly something that would uh, make this free up the switch a bit more even um so it can, yeah, i can yeah. i can see them exploring augmented reality because it's really big in japan and asian markets right now mm. and nintendo sure. still primarily focuses on those markets when they are designing hardware so i could see them implementing ar in some sort of meaningful way at least better than what we got on the 3ds with face riders or whatever that game was called does anyone no, remember boy. that game? yeah fa- that was the 3ds game like the launch it was like face on raiders, the yeah. for face raiders yeah yep. <laughs> and then we had the I like whenever i look at that it's, just, it's still my cat from when i set it up originally like all those times i was like oh yeah yeah there's my cat but, face floating around you know what was cool like those cards like those kid icarus uprising cards and like you can kind of like show them on your 3ds i thought that was pretty cool they never really took advantage of that more, okay but. there it is so we're gonna have we're gonna have a new switch in 2024 and they're gonna have a sequel for uh for kid icarus <laughs> reality we're good go ahead evan what are you saying well because i remember didn't, didn't bravely default one on the 3ds have the uh, card you could put down and you basically watch certain cutscenes from the game in mm-hmm. like real life mm-hmm. oh that's cool uh, yeah see. it comes with the special edition comes with some cards that can um do that yeah Let's go through some of these super chats and then we'll go over to the xbox bethesda talk wishbone says battlefield 4 is better than apex legends Xbox Killer says PlayStation will always be better than Xbox. <laughs> console Gamer says, what, what game have you guys beaten on a certain console handheld that make people have a double take? I beat Donkey Kong Country on the Game Boy Color. Can you even beaten on a certain console that make people have a double take? Hmm. It's like the crappy version or something like that, or like I, the... I, I don't, I don't know if this is in the spirit of the question, but my my wife beat Henry Hatsworth without ever knowing that you could upgrade the upgrade the character. So she, I just she was you know yelling and being mad at the game the whole time <laughs> uh, because she made it way harder for herself than she Aww. realized she had to. So, but she beat it. So mm. <laughs> I did a uh, Borderlands two on the PS Vita. Oh, did you, you really that? did that? Did you actually beat it? Uh huh. Wow. Oh Let me okay, tell you this. Run. Pretty bad experience. <laughs> it's very not great wow that's Can't a good one. you actually beat yeah that's a double take for sure yeah that's, that's good i mean sure. i beat it on everything else so i was like okay i'm not gonna let this vita version beat me you know <laughs> <laughs> like, getting cooked by the vita ver- you don't want to get cooked like by the that's vita all version? i did i beat it and i stopped playing i said i'm done beat the boss got the cutscene done we're done I'm not playing it anymore in here Veloxian says it, it was done with you. Which one? <laughs> a little bit of both, honestly. <laughs> Veloxian says a heartfelt poem to misclick my neck, my back. Please boop Kenna and boop Tack. Oh, that was actually I got really worried, but <laughs> I screened it. I screened it ahead of time as soon as I read it. <laughs> you hesitated. I was like, oh god, yes, I will boop them both for you. Thank you. Zoob says Dreamcast cutie is adorable. Dreamcast guy is not here though. Liam says, do any of you know why Michael Jackson's is uncredited in Sonic 3 if it's because of Sega, which I don't know if it is. I feel like that's a mistake. 
I do not know. Curtis I has, uh, I think there was, there's like a lot of, I think there's some videos about that, uh, online people looking into that further, but I'm not hundred percent sure myself. Curtis with, uh, one of those cool little stickers. I mean, I have Leo saying OJ and spawn. I'd like your input on Genshin impacts UID being permanently on your OLED. I'd like to play it, but the bright white letters might burn the, in the load screen. Um, people have complained about it. It's basically pure white with tiny little black oh. symbols in the middle of oh. it. Oh, hmm. hmm. nice. that was, hmm. So that is it, a good point. It burned in on his LG CX or what? Oh, that's worried about it. Uh, I mean, I haven't had any issues with burning on either of my OLEDs, the Sony or the LG, but like I, it does. It, sometimes I think about it. If there are like those kind of load screens or like, I mean that, how long is it up on screen for Evan? Maybe like 15 seconds for me, at least. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Don't worry I mean, about it. No. Yeah. At that point, I, it's not a big deal. Just be mindful. You know that the burn-in's a problem with OLEDs, but if you're just a little bit mindful about that, it's not going to be an issue yeah i mean i'm pretty just be careful with yours man i mean i turn mine off don't leave it on don't leave yeah. it on extended just don't leave it on. Like, you know just 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 and there's built-in stuff like dimmers yes. and there's other stuff that you can program in as well to help with that so just keep keep all that in mind and you should be you should be straight man matt jansen says have you seen a real two dollar bill it's neat i have seen one yeah I, I have one. Oh, okay there we go i keep Joe them Joven says, much love to the cast and permanent guest, Sean. Uh, Mr. Job says, will OJ be on tonight? We read that one. He is here. T. Job says, am I the only one who's scared of Microsoft buying any more studios? I really don't want them to buy Sega. If they buy more, it'll get dangerous. I guess we can go into the Bethesda. Evan, you said we also had a Discord question about the Xbox Bethesda we, stuff. We have a couple. Uh, it opens with, if Bethesda games don't become Xbox exclusive, how will they be better on Xbox to try to attract people to it? Okay. Well, I think for one, uh, they might have extra content that goes to it, for example, or maybe they just work to have it as just li literally a better version of it, frame rate or visuals or any of that. Um, but we did have a sit down this past week. It was a live, it was like a live stream. They actually like advertised a bit that day. I know Tom Warren put it out there, I think, and a few other places as well. I know, uh, Jeff, you mentioned that they were going to be having some stuff this month as well, but they yeah, did have a, a, they did have the round table with Bethesda, uh, Todd Howard, Pete Hines were there. They talked uh, quite a bit about the future of, of Bethesda and Xbox, but we did have one quote from Phil Spencer that essentially, I would say, locked everything in and became very clear about their plans. He said, if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering a great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. That sounds pretty clear cut to me as to their plans, but uh, what's everyone think about this one? Microsoft officially has bought Bethesda, ZeniMax, and they have plans to apparently put games going forward on platforms that have Game Pass. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the, just a real quick thing is like uh, the question or the point that people always make is, well, I'm going to pay, I would pay $70 for this on PlayStation. They're not going to just leave that money on the table. And I think Phil Spencer said, uh, yeah, we're going to leave that money on the table because subscriptions are more important to us. Um, and I think that you, it's hard to argue with the idea that if they... If they make it exclusive to Game Pass, you are more likely to subscribe to Game Pass. I mean, that everyone yep. agrees that just makes sense. So 
yeah, I, I think I think we're going to see some a lot of exceptions because there's probably a lot of contracts out there. This has happened repeatedly with Microsoft as it, as they make these acquisitions. They um, have a lot of outstanding contracts, games that need to come out first with other publishers, with other other companies, uh, and on other platforms. Uh, but going forward, as we get into 2022, 2023, and beyond, uh, yeah, I would expect most of these games are go are going to be for sure exclusive. Like, I guess let me ask everyone here, like. Will you be, I would be shocked if Starfield is on PlayStation 5, the way that he said this. Uh, how about y'all? I am I am on the side of Starfield is just going to be on Game Pass and Xbox. I don't yeah. think it'll be on PlayStation. And I think, gonna, I think they're going to reveal it this year, and that's going to be a big point, is not going to have a yes. PlayStation logo at the end. I, I'm leaning towards agreeing with you guys, but it's hard to know when that game was signed, you know, like, and how yeah. long how long it's been around for, right? I mean, if it's a Bethesda game, you know it's been in development for at least, you know, a couple of years already, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, what did they actually sign? What contract was signed? Did they say, you know, PlayStation and, and Xbox? If so, then they would have to, unless they they found a way to get out of that and become an exclusive, I kind of believe that it could well end up on the PlayStation. Based if there's a that. contract, if there's a contract, yeah. yes, I 100% agree. But if there if there's no contract, um, I would be very shocked if it's on PlayStation. So there were there were talks, Nate, about them approaching Sony, approaching Bethesda with some sort of timed exclusivity for Starfield. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I almost wonder if uh, they had plans to have a contract, but they ended up not having one because this deal started like they started talking Microsoft and Bethesda and Zenimax at the time. And that apparently the talk between Sony and Bethesda broke down at that time because of it. So I'm not sure how that would all work out in the background. Like you're saying, MEG, if, if things had to be signed like year, like a year ago or two years ago when they were developing Starfield, but it does sound like Mike or Sony kind of got turned down a bit or they came in at a bad time because there were other talks going on. So yeah, I, I just I kind of feel like Microsoft now they didn't I don't I don't think they spent seven and a half billion dollars to then just put their games other places, too, because they could have just done Game Pass deals themselves away yeah. from this. They could have been like, hey, you know, what? We'll, we'll spend the chunk of change to get Starfield on Game Pass day one anyway. Right. And, you know, we, we need to be clear here. I mean, they're not they're not doing that so they can be on other platforms. But the outstanding contracts is really the the unknown thing, right? Like what actually is exclusive and what isn't and we know some games are coming to the ps5 and the mm -hmm. ps4 but it's really the unknown stuff that i guess remains to be seen you know sure like death loop that's going to the ps5 uh so that's obviously a, a big one there but like i, I and ghostwire tokyo that's one that uh mm -hmm. those are the two jordan's, jordan's looking forward to yes so i didn't really have i didn't really heard a lot of people talk about that i don't know if it's because they haven't shown a ton or talked much about it outside of some of the gameplay they showed but it's just been a while since yeah. we've seen it i feel like there's just been a long gap of time since they talked about yep. it so hopefully yep. that means good things maybe they're uh, gonna get ready with it soon i think the legacy games like elder scrolls online that'll be on that'll that'll stay like basically microsoft's not just gonna start taking games away from the playstation uh ecosystem they're just gonna leave it there and then kind of move on but this the interesting thing about this is that now Microsoft has, I went through and counted just to double check, 23 studios. That would, I guess, be more than Nintendo and, uh, that'd be more than Nintendo and Sony at this point. And that is a massive change from their Xbox One generation yes. where they had 
six studios, I think. <laughs> it wasn't many. Like, they really didn't have a lot of... They were certainly contracting a lot of games out to get them done or making those deals with Call of Duty and all of this. That's uh, a massive turnaround for them to go in... What's that, like a eight-year span? Six-year yeah. span yeah. total? Like, from start to finish? That is yeah. that is very quick. That is very aggressive to, to move that fast on this kind of thing. I mean, all yeah, three companies... Always- I it just it was always like oh when you talk about like oh Sony versus Microsoft in those days it was like Sony has twice the number of of people developing games for them as Microsoft uh, at least twice as many so yeah this is a, a huge shift um but yeah it, obviously it's with Game Pass in mind you know the interesting thing though is that like some of their studios are developing multiple games like Ninja Theory developed is developing multiple games for example we hear Playgrounds doing a couple so like it's it obviously is for Game Pass in mind because they're going to try to put out, I mean, it almost seems like they might get to a point where they're trying to put out a game every other month. Like just just absolutely like flooding Game Pass with game games every month or every other month now. I don't know if every one of them is going to be this high quality top tier game, but it does seem now we're actually going to have something to look forward to from Microsoft each year in this generation. That's not something we've we've necessarily had because they brought out Crackdown and that was terrible. And and they, what what else they had Sea of Thieves, which Sea of Thieves gained quite a bit of an audience. People seem to forget this. Uh, I know Evan, you've mentioned it a couple times now that Sea of Thieves is like always topping Steam charts. It's it's always up there on Twitch. It's one of those games that everyone seems to play like socially, yep. but it doesn't get talked about much outside of those places. Um, but it's very popular there. So I'm actually pretty happy to see Microsoft become competitive now. When did when did um Microsoft by Rare was it? Two oh gosh, two thousand one. Two thousand one. No, 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 no. So I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking back because you know uh, Rare also brought out contractually, right? They brought out Donkey Kong Country on the GBA and a couple of other like releases on Nintendo systems after that deal was mm-hmm. done. And I want to say that kind of went on for a, at least two years after the deal was signed, maybe, maybe a little longer than that. Um, I got to go back and, and look at that again, but mm. like it could be a couple of years before they're kind of out of all that. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. um, it is going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, you know, um, and what actually does sit as exclusive and what doesn't. And when, when it's actually, you know, they've drawn a line in the sand and said everything at this point onward is 100% exclusive. You know, we've fulfilled all our contracts at this point. Like Indiana Jones. You would oh, imagine Indiana yes. Jones when you're making that deal with, with Lucasfilm yeah. uh, and they're saying, hey, we want that everywhere. We want to make as, as sell as many copies as possible. That's what's important to us. We don't care how much you pay us. We want to sell a lot of copies. We want to make sure all our fans can play this, uh, make sure it's on everything. And Bethesda can't go to Microsoft. That, well, I would assume that, that that deal probably got finalized during that regulatory period where Microsoft couldn't be involved with anything that, that was happening there. And then, right. but that, so, but this would be like, yeah, I mean, we have to do what's best for our business, assuming that the Microsoft deal doesn't go forward. So of course we all will sign this. So I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana Jones is multi-platform for sure. Mm, yeah. Okay. 2002 for uh, September, 2002. It was like 250 million, right? For rare, I think. 300 and, 375 million. 375 million. Wow. Nintendo got a good deal on <laughs> that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that's yeah that's good so i the other thing was sean's not here because he was he was he was talking on twitter a bit about this and i think he talked about it in his video too there's been an interesting change of heart when it comes to exclusives recently <laughs> i don't know if you guys have been seeing this online all of a sudden people are not happy about exclusives existing you know 
I personally think that it's been um there are people who have always been that way, mm. but now obviously it's amplified even more because it's yeah. a big third party that is used to being hey third party, you know, like right. Yeah, we've had this places. before. You know, usually yeah. like rare. That's different. They just made games for Nintendo, right? Or next level games. That's different. They just made games for Nintendo. I mean, yeah, they're third party, but they made games for Nintendo or just exclusively, really, their biggest games. So now you have like, oh well, this developer or this publisher makes games for everybody and now they're just going here so and people love bethesda's games i mean you know i don't know i saw people say that what the bethesda games weren't good online well they're buggy (laughs) i mean i'm talking about i'm talking about like the past week i was was like how bethesda games are bad now what happened yeah there's definitely there's there's some flip-flopping right there's definitely some flip-flopping going on That's for I, was, sure. I was a little confused. I was like, wow, that's, I mean, yeah, Bethesda's honestly, trash. Bethesda's <laughs> trash, John. Let's just all, can we all say it? Bethesda's horrible. They're absolutely horrible now. Absolutely horrible. I was a little surprised by a lot of that. I was like, wow, people don't like Bethesda now? What happened? Oh, yeah. I, right. I knew I never Actually, liked Fallout 76. See, look, see, look, Fallout 76 sucks. I'll give people a pass on Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah, give them a pass on that. that game was pretty bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't I, I, I will say, like, I, like, I, I get why people uh, are maybe a little, um, you know, apprehensive about what's going to happen in terms of Microsoft buying a lot of companies and making a big acquisition and making sure. the game exclusive. But the the alternative was, and, and you know, if you, if, the, if your concern is sincerely consolidation, if you're not con- just concerned trolling, if you actually worry about consolidation, I I appreciate that point. But um, the reality here is is that if Microsoft doesn't step in to buy Bethesda, uh, a couple of things happen. Maybe Tencent does. Yeah, Tencent's getting them. Yeah. Tencent's getting them, yeah. or Arcane starts shutting down. Another studio shuts down. They start putting out fewer games. They make they take fewer risks. Uh, Robert Altman just died. Robert Altman was a, a, a beloved figure there who let these developers be themselves and make those games. He's dead. Someone else steps in and doesn't have that same faith in developers, and mm. and it just starts changing. Uh, the alternative to to the acquisition is not some like rosy world where like oh well if we don't have consolidation everything is great. It is uh it is a cold world where people lose a lot of jobs. Um, the good thing about this deal is that Microsoft is mostly keeping all of these jobs intact at least for a few years. It seems like um and that's that's great. All those people are going to continue to get paid and that's really exciting to me. I'm really happy for that, hmm. that. That's the way they're going about this. Or Google could have bought them and then shut them down a year later. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, before <laughs> Google realized they really suck at making video games. They would, yeah. <laughs> that's like the big thing, like Amazon, because these Amazon and Google, they yeah. have like super unlimited checkbooks. Like mm-hmm. look at Stadia nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Like look at that junk. Just un- And like they would have swooped in like they did. What was that studio yes. that made Killer Instinct? Um, that made Strider. Double Helix. Double, double, yeah, helix. double yeah. helix. Where the hell are they at? You know what I'm well, saying? They're no, yeah. <laughs> gone. Like, they, they, they're yeah. gone. Nobody cares anymore. Like, yeah. so I'm glad that somebody kind of stepped in and did something. I mean, it was better than the alternative. But it, yeah, in an alternate universe, we would have got that announcement that Google is buying uh, Bethesda and Zetamax, and all the games are going to be Stadia exclusives. Like, seriously, like, legit, like, what yeah. was, where's Double Helix at? <laughs> like, I'm still trying to, where's Waldo, man? I'm still trying to figure out, where are they at? Apparently, they still make games, right? Okay. Elder Scrolls 6, Sadia exclusive. That would have been, yeah. been, been an interesting world <laughs> to have that. Uh, and, MVG, you wanted to you wanted to talk about some of these Game Pass games uh, that got that got announced, right? Yeah, yeah. We had I was some Game Pass some games. Yeah, I was checking some of them out. Um, I know that um, there's... Uh, FPS boosts coming to some of them. Um, I saw you know this. When that's happening? Do you have any idea no. when it's coming? 
I, I didn't get the details yet. I, I I think on Monday I'll go ahead and ping them and find out for sure. But it seems like it's coming soon. The way that they I talked have, about it. I have a list of games that hit Game Pass. It's they're already there. They hit uh, yesterday. Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored Two, Doom, Doom Two, Doom Three, Doom Sixty Four, Doom Eternal, Elder Scrolls Three, Four, Five, Elder Scrolls Online, Evil Within, Fallout Four, Fallout Seventy Six, Fallout New Vegas, Prey, Rage Two, Wolfenstein, New Order, Old Blood, and Young Blood. So about twenty games. Sixteen of yep. them. Okay, 16 of them are ac activated. Oh, because some of them are already on Xbox, yes. but they also put them and on Fallout PC New Vegas was already on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. yep. And then we do have some that are getting the frame rate boost. I know uh, that we have Prey, which it was really cool to see Prey getting that. They're apparently going to have five different games. They're going to be doing that. Skyrim, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and Prey and Dishonored are going to have frame rate boost. I assume doubling up to 60. That's because exciting. If if you go above 60 in some of these Bethesda games, yeah. the, 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 the ground becomes the sky very quickly. <laughs> it's it a fun way to bad. play those games. Yeah, you go, yeah. it's a fun way to yeah, get in the, uh, the the command line and mess that stuff up. It's a good way to play those games, but yeah, it'll break it for sure. Yeah. I will tell you that getting 20 games ready to go um, on Friday is, I can't even tell you how much man hour, how many man hours were put into that. Now, a lot of people think, you know throw your game on game pass there's nothing that you need to do there's actually a lot of work that goes into it there's a specific sdk that that you need to basically um retarget your code to to hit and um there's a lot of work uh night dive did doom 64 um we put a lot of work into it so the other 19 games i mean i can't imagine how many hours went into that that's that's actually a really really big announcement they, they implied that on the, the on the live stream, on the video that they showed, uh, where they're like, yeah, it was a lot of work. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. You could tell that they had been up uh, some late nights making all that stuff oh, yeah. uh, happen. You know? Really? So I thought you just press a button. And it's, like, <laughs> it just it's happens. Not, There's sliders, right? There's sliders. There's the port button good. on the switch that people think is a thing. So I'm just, it's <laughs> not, oh, okay. My bad. So I did have a, I did have a thought and I, I kind of mentioned it on Twitter a little bit and that's it's Twitter. So there's like, you know, 240 characters and all of this. I noticed something about this generation that was a bit surprising. I, I feel like every generation, we usually have one company that just messes up completely out of the gate. I don't necessarily feel like we have that right now. Like I feel like Google Stadia. Google, yeah. I mean, do we do we even count them though? No, do we Atari even left the no. gate. That horse died before they opened. It, yeah, so. there was no gate. Yeah. Does, does Atari count? No, no you might as well count the um, the television at that point. We can't count. We can't. Wait, I mean, the big three. Usually, like, all right. So one of them will get up on stage and say TV forty three times. Another one will uh, drop a PSP and introduce a giant enemy crowd or a giant enemy crab for feudal Japan. And then the other one will release a Wii U. So. I think oh. all three of them have have felt the scars and yes. and you know absolute lows of of their past you know in the past decade right like the Wii U for Nintendo obviously was was their moment the Xbox One VCR the TV Don Matrix phase for for Microsoft was was terrible and I mean going back further for for Sony but the PS3 obviously was a pretty shaky time for them for for a long while until they kind of came good at the end. So I think really at this point, these companies they they have to they have to be on point with everything. They 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 can't screw up like they used to. I think right now it's so you know the world that we live in has changed so much where you know these companies have to earn your 
earn your money, right? And they will do whatever it takes to, to get it. So I don't think they can kind of just make those same mistakes that they, they used to back in back in the days, you know. And they they have so much more faith in their in their business than they did it, even at the beginning of the PS4 and, and Xbox One generation. Uh, you know, the reason that it took so many years for, for Sony to start getting a lot of first party games going last generation is they didn't really think it was gonna work out that well. Everyone said consoles were dead. And so that's why Xbox was going towards TV and, and, and movies and stuff. And that's what that was gonna be the, their saving grace. Uh, and that's why those systems were underpowered and used old tech and had really slow laptop hard drives in them. Um, and in this generation, they knew like we, we've learned the lesson. There's a lot of people who like to spend a lot of money on games and there's more and more of them every day. And they are, they're, they're, they're talking to each other and get each other excited. And if we mess up, they talk to each other and get each other mad. Uh, so we have got to be on point. And, yeah. and if we make a mistake, if we make a mistake, we have got to like address it immediately. If there is something wrong with the PS five and it's, it's like shutting down and it, you know, or, or you're a, your hard drive has to rebuild every time. Listen, we know it's a problem. We're going to get it fixed. Let's communicate this to you. We promise that that PS5 that you're so desperately trying to get is worth it. We're going to address these things. They're going to, yeah, there's just too much money on the line. And now they know it. They learned that lesson as well. I think the, I mean, really the one weak spot right now is that it's taken a while for these generations to get going with games. But like, otherwise they didn't, none of them messed up in PR like getting these systems out like none of them nintendo has their switch they introduced that very very well and took off and then we have the xbox series x and s and those systems are are, would have been kind of hard to explain necessarily because they are pretty different but they got that out and then sony was able to launch the ps5 and even tell people they're going to pay 70 dollars for games and like that was fine i don't know i'm usually expecting one of them to just completely fall over and just lose immediately but it didn't happen so I, I mean, that seems like we're off to a pretty, I think it's gonna be a good generation overall, a very interesting one, especially with Microsoft actually being able to possibly stand up to some of the other first party games from Nintendo and Sony now that they have some talent. So, I mean, I think, I think it'd be really cool this generation. Yeah. Looking I mean, forward to I it. guess the only two PR blunders, if you really want to call them that it would be, you had Sony come out and said, we believe in generations and then announce number of playstation 4 games that were also coming to playstation 5 like horizon forbidden west yeah and microsoft coming out saying we're gonna raise the price of xbox live yeah Gold the doubling of xbox live Gold. Yeah. <laughs> then reverse no. course within 12 hours on yep. it i mean those are probably all of these things right no one no one even no one cares anymore because they they stalled right. it in both cases they saw oh man we messed up let's just communicate in microsoft's case yep. right away fix it that night uh, I remember I, I was talking on another podcast, um, um, a buddy of mine who now works at Microsoft, Ludwig Keatsman, uh, that night was talking about, okay, that was a long day, and here's like a picture of my glass of wine that I'm finally drinking, because they 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 addressed I, that I, problem so fast, I need and story. Now, no one even talks about it anymore. <laughs> I need but the story as to what happened that day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would, I'm gonna, when next time I see him, I'm going to get it out of him like, for sure and like hear yeah. the whole thing about what happened that day, absolutely. But yeah, it's, it seemed like it was quite a day, but no one even brings up that xbox live thing any, any, anymore really i mean you'll hear a, a couple of you know sony fanboys be like oh they're gonna raise the price of game pass because they raised try to raise the xbox live and it's like that's why they went back on this specifically so you don't think they'll do that at the game mm-hmm. pass but mm-hmm. um but yeah it's they're getting really good at putting out their fires both companies and and really yeah i think uh, to the mvg's point that it's the scars they've learned these lessons over time and you see these other companies come in amazon and google 
and not have these scars and think that we have all the money in the world, we have all the best developers in the world, so we're going to be able to waltz into gaming and figure this thing out, and they get run out of town, or or they release a couple games that are big flops, and then they don't even know what to do. They're like, wait, how many people do we need to hire to make a video game? That's like half of the people we have to like just run all of Amazon. That We're not going to do that, so... Yeah, it's it's these companies are really good at this now. Yeah, I thought I mean, Amazon would have go ahead, Miss Click. No, I was just gonna say I think the only other things that are kind of an annoyance that I feel like they really could work on would be, hey, we're gonna let you know ahead of time when our pre-orders drop for our consoles, so you can grab mm-hmm. a hold of them, and then B actually having stock for said consoles to where people aren't literally spamming spawn cash chat when there's stock on target. Like, <laughs> they're stock on target. Really, yeah, apparently. There's a, there's a pair, but <laughs> apparently. I, I, talked, I talked about this too, because like if you look at it, John, you made a video and I think we've all talked about it. There is a there's not a lot of consoles. Like they're selling and they're they'll announce it. There's Xbox in particular, because you know, we look at the MPD sales, right? Mm-hmm. And we can kind of gauge how each system's selling. Xbox, we've sold out of everything, but you're still far behind. They're getting outsold by PlayStation, right? And they're sold out. That means there's barely any. There's just simply yeah. not enough because they're getting outsold maybe two to one or somewhere near that from PS5 to Xbox, yet they're sold out. And they're getting smoked by the Switch and Switch isn't sold out. And it's getting beat. So these systems, there's that'd be the only blunder that I can think. It's just like, yo, there's just, they should have waited. There's not enough of them because you can't be getting yeah. beat yeah. this badly. Yeah. And it's, oh, I'm sold out. It's like, did you have five of them? Like, you know, <laughs> you, what, what do you mean you're sold out, yeah. Microsoft? How? You're getting beat by Sony and by Nintendo by a pretty significant amount even now. And I think the, you're I think sold the out. issue, I think the issue with <laughs> that right now is there's that the the chip shortage right now that's going yeah, on. It's, it's, it's it, seems ridiculous. it seems like ridiculous for Xbox to be sold out based on the estimates of what they're selling. It seems like there's yeah. barely anything. Well, the problem is know? Sony, Sony told us they, they're at what, about 5 million PS5s now? So that's, yeah, they said four point five five million yeah, in the last yeah, report. So that's so that's not too bad for the first couple of months. But I think Xbox was at like I think it was mentioned. I think it was a Daniel Ahmed that mentioned it on Twitter that it was like a million or a million and a half less than that. So yeah, Sony. I think Sony got enough out to launch, but they haven't been able to replenish. That's their biggest issue. Yeah, is, and and they're not shipping to Japan either. Like for Microsoft, no. in Microsoft's case, they don't have to worry about Japan as much. Yeah. So when you factor that in, it's like, whoa, there's like. I, I think it, I think Microsoft's uh, actually in more countries though. I thought. I, I guess I, I guess I don't know that for sure. I thought that maybe I'm wrong. I thought maybe they're in more Latin America countries, but maybe that's mm. not the case. You're right about the PS5 in Japan though, Oj. That was certainly like one of the last places they were like, we need to send stock here because you can see, we can actually see it yeah. in the in the charts. Like we actually get hard numbers there, and it's but, like, yeah, okay. We got a little bit of a drop the other week. The the sales went up to like thirty something thousand, which was that's not good overall, but it was good for them. So it, it is a little bit on an uptick, but then it went like kind of like right back down. But at least it's not like in the 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 the, the four digit range because sometimes it was like in the you know. So they're getting up to the five digits. You know, so that that's that's better. But yeah, there's still a big shortage. But like you said, the chip yield. So it's that, it's I mean, not going to get much better either. That chip shortage is going to is going to last yeah. all year probably. So yeah, which is, yep. which is unfortunate because you know people mm-hmm. want to be able to buy. But I mean, at least the, the good news is that at least there's not like a ton of games that are like must have. I got to play this right away. You know. On well, these, I mean, so. yeah. I mean, the difference between Microsoft and Sony is going to be obviously the service versus you know sony kind of selling their console and being like we're gonna have exclusives for it even though they're not really exclusives yet i don't know i basically i still think we could have just delayed these launches and i'll still stand by that um i I don't know i just uh it's just a little quarrel that i have that i feel like they could have handled better but obviously it's not a giant uproar where people are upset like they were with the gold service or anything 
I think if the yeah, I think you're right. I think they could have launched these systems in the spring. Like we could have been talking now about how they're coming out next month, and they would have sold oh, them out anyway. Man, that would have been so. so imagine like the well, Microsoft wouldn't have a lineup, but imagine Sony. You know, if they put together, I mean, it would have just been nice if they. It, it would have been really good. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah but they didn't, and it's not that bad. Like I mean, they, I mean, it's it doesn't change much. I don't think if they delay it because they're still selling the systems. The games are still selling. They are building up a an install base that they could sell these games to. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they've gotten past the hard part now. It, it, it wouldn't have made, it wouldn't have changed much if they delayed it uh, like six months. I don't think mm. personally. Okay. I think there, I think there would have been less of a gap between buying the system and a Actual good game games. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Eternal. yeah. There would have been, but it, like, there, but there's a gap. And so what? Yeah. Like, it hasn't hurt anything really. Not really. Returnal was at the end of a basically, basically may. Well, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. We hope it doesn't crossed. face another delay. So hopefully, hopefully it hits its target because otherwise, the next game from Sony won't be until Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank in June. I, yeah. I, mean, I know we're skipping over MLB the Show, but because we're nerds. You know. yeah. Hey, I want MLB the Show. I like I like <laughs> MLB the Show, but it's uh, I like when they put it on PlayStation Plus because it's a sports game that loses <laughs> value very quickly. Uh, and I, I never forgive Sony about MLB the Show because they don't provide price protection for it, despite it being a yearly sports title. That's something for like retail. We'd buy the games and then they would drop the price, and you'd walk in one day and they would just tell you to drop your price but not refund your money like Microsoft would. Hmm. Anyway, that, that's something that stuck with me. Uh, Let's see. Do we have? Oh, you know what? Actually, let me let me ask you guys this. We already covered the Starfield thing. Do you think that that Microsoft will buy another large studio or publisher this year? Yeah, this, I, I, this and, year? yeah, yeah. Because um, there, there's a lot of issues right now with having money in the bank. Um, and this is a point I've made a lot recently. But but uh, it's not just that interest rates are low. They are low. Uh, so you can and and trying to buy government bonds. We're not going to get a lot of uh, interest there either. And now there is the concern about inflation. So not only is your money not earning you a lot, it could start decreasing in value. So having money sitting yeah. in the bank, something Microsoft has a lot of, is a really bad thing at this point. So what's a good use of that money? Bitcoin. Instead of, oh, yeah. We, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elon, geez. Uh, <laughs> buy, yeah, buy more game studios. That, those They tend to make profit. Yeah, that would be a good use of that money. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think that, that that's how they'll look at it. Um, right now, that money is burning a hole in their pocket in a real bad way, and it could get worse. So, uh, yeah, I would imagine that if, if Phil brings another idea to Satya Nadella, and, uh, Satya would be like, yeah, let's get this money off of our books right now. He did convince him from going, apparently what, from going from we don't need Xbox anymore to now we need to yeah. spend two and a half billion dollars on Minecraft. <laughs> he's like worm tongue, like to Satya Nadella, right? He's like just speaking in his ear, like getting him like, hey, come on, video games, man. Am I right? Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know how that, I, I'd be curious to hear that. I mean, that would have had to have been an all day meeting, you assume, or do you think he did that in like 30 minutes or something? That's, I know. wow. I, all right. So which studio are they buying then? I mean, we're talking like a billion dollars plus here, right? Maybe. I mean, they're just going big. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna go. They're gonna just walk into Sega's office and be like, "This is all ours now." Sure, pick yeah. up Sega. Someone else I mean, has an idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Microsoft, Microsoft's been talking about Japan for a while. Why don't they actually put up and and buy a large publisher like that? Well, yeah, I mean, buying buying a studio in Japan is difficult, and right yeah. now they're 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 Japan. Their Japan plans involve giving money to a man who makes video games that are that might have a statue in the back of Phil's wall. Like mm. that, that's their plan to, to do something with Japan. So 
Yeah. Uh, and if they can make that deal work, parts. that'll that'll be fine for now, right? Um, I'm a sure Phil people, wants to buy a company yeah. in Japan, but it's difficult. It's it's too it's difficult to buy a company. You can't just waltz in and like buy. I guess not. I, listen, I won't pretend to understand it, but my understanding is like mm-hmm. the regulatory procedures are more difficult than in other countries. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm talking about like people. People in general like to think that you can just buy a company because they see Microsoft just and they right. think that it's just like a, it, for American studios, too. It's even harder for Japanese studios because like they have laws against it, like to, yeah. to stop that very thing from happening. But it's not as simple as Microsoft makes it seem. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, it's just not it's not as simple as it yeah, seems everyone can just do. Everyone yeah. sees the end result. You don't see the actual race. You don't see that the discussions with Zenimax was multiple multiple years. It wasn't. Phil Spencer just walked in there one October day and said, seven and a half billion dollars. And the board of directors said, okay. And the deal was signed in a day. This was months. <laughs> we're talking, we're talking years. Cause I saw a picture of, I saw a picture of Sonic at Microsoft studios two years ago. All right. Not saying anything was happening, but it was, it was posted on Twitter and that's basically the internet. Yeah. But we got Shenmue on game pass. See? Well, okay. That see? they can make up for it then. Bye bye. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> uh, those games didn't age that well. Let's be real. No, no, they didn't. They, they weren't good then. You got to show them they were just in Yeah, Shamu did not age at all. Like, I still love uh, it, but man, like, hey, little kid, what's that? It's my uh, cat. Did you see my cat? <laughs> Uh, find your cat like, all right this is really so the game I, I would I pay for that years old and i loved so much was i have a soda can oh gosh i shall drink this soda all right so who are they buying then who's the studio they're buying a good who one they buy? okay a good one someone said Blue. rockstar Blue whoa rockstar would be crazy that'd be wild <laughs> i'm gonna say 90 billion dollars i'm gonna say blue point just to mess with the sony fans yeah Ooh. there you go write that story I can't believe Sony hasn't locked that up yet. Yeah, for oh, real. I saw someone say Ubisoft. I saw someone say Ubisoft in the chat. Yeah. No, I think they have Ubisoft a doesn't want to sell. deal with Ubisoft. They're not going to buy yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah. Capcom, Capcom uh, they had a chance of buying Capcom before, didn't they? They had a very good chance of buying Capcom before Monster Hunter World became a worldwide phenomenon. Well, how much is yep. how much is Capcom worth now? How much would it cost for Capcom now if if after that? A couple billion. Yeah. Okay, so cool. They'll buy Capcom then, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not buying Capcom. Uh, that that actually would have been a good one uh, if they had had made that happen. That would that would have been one that would have been a that made a big splash online. It, I mean, for Microsoft, yeah. every single company is a possible acquisition. If the company is interested in being purchased, Microsoft will be at the door with a checkbook. There's sure, there's yeah. really no company that can be immediately written off unless you're talking about a company that rivals Microsoft in size, but every company is a potential purchase for Microsoft right now. I see I see WB games, but I don't know if that's the amount of money that I think ATT wanted for that was that was that was more than it's a bad deal. It wasn't good. It was like four and a half billion no or IP. something. Yeah, uh, with no IP except for Mortal Kombat. It, it was a bad deal. Yeah. yeah, like if you could buy Mortal Kombat and Nether Realms and split them off, that'd be great. But yes. they didn't they didn't want to do that. So that's uh, I don't know. THQ Nordic embrace their group. I don't I don't know if they would want to be bucks. They're buying everybody else. All right. Tencent. Tencent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just throwing dots at the dartboard. <laughs> you know, I'll be curious if they if they make a big move that like who they would go after and, and pick up. Mm. I don't know. Blue point's a funny one though, MVG. I like that. Get them and put them on like some uh some old school games to bring up. 
the current gen. Hey man, what about damn. what about night dive? What about night dive? Ooh. Oh, what about what about Techland? Too expensive. Well, if, that, if that was happening, I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> oh. So MVG are they? Is my is Microsoft buying? <laughs> what? Who? Oh, okay, then there we go. All right, confirmed. <laughs> I think I think Phil Spencer's in the next door over on MVG. Uh -oh. mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm peeking around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a pair. Oh. Wearing a shirt though. I don't know. It was yeah. That would be that would be extremely there... weird if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what's on MVG's desk. What's on his What's in his background? We see. Yeah. Little... What's in your background here? It's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, video stuff whiteboard i mean who want, i mean wouldn't you guys like to see that though like mvg and phil spencer sit down and talk about i think that'd be yes. kind of dope though i would love that no get him on get him on the show get him on the show phil phil said he watches podcasts and stuff he said that during the sit down so mm -hmm. phil yeah. you can come on anytime I'm, I'm sure rgt would love to to ask you a few things <laughs> let's keep rgt <laughs> off so phil can come yeah. back one of these <laughs> no i'm joking yeah, uh, RGT's ass when Spencer's in here. Oh gosh, that would be great. <laughs> uh, what's uh, we have Discord questions, Evan? Uh, this was the last one for the uh, Microsoft and Bethesda deal talks. We did talk about mm -hmm. their um, them kind of restricting to the Xbox possibility doing that. But what about on PC? Because they did have that kind of pseudo deal with Valve recently after they started moving some games over to Steam. Do you think that's going to continue going forward? Oh, that's a good question because we talked a lot about Xbox, but Microsoft would still want to try to bring people to their Microsoft store. Well, why wouldn't they want to bring them right? to Bethesda.net? Bethesda.net Bethesda Bethesda launcher now is theirs. They could start putting their games on there and that could be their new launcher. Hmm. I asked them yeah. about this and they said no comment yet. So I'm sure they have, I'm, I bet they haven't had those conversations yet, uh, but they have, they have Bethesda.net now. So I, I don't think steam, they're not going to stop putting stuff on steam. They'll keep doing that. Uh, but I, I imagine that if you want to just uh, have your game pass subscription work in a way that you just get the games on Bethesda.net instead of using the Microsoft store or the Xbox app that people, a lot of people seem to not like. Um, I feel like I the Windows Store has gotten it's gotten better though, from what I've yeah, but there's, I, yeah, a lot of people have had some really bad experiences with it, and they just you know they're going to carry that forever. So uh, uh, the Bethesda.net launcher is not that bad. So you know. mm, okay, okay, because I feel like they they like the Microsoft Store because it's just it's just on everyone's Windows PC when they get mm -hmm. it. It's just already there installed. Um, but that's I don't know. I mean, they they've been putting stuff on Steam. They just put Forza Horizon Four on Steam, and that actually did pretty well on there. So. You feel like they would probably uh, like look at eventually getting people just on their platform, but maybe they're looking at Steam as a way to advertise these games for now. That's all I can think of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, let's go over some uh, some of these super chats here. Liam says Nate over healthcare over essential workers over everyone else. <laughs> okay, Nate, there you go. We're getting the vaccine. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Stop, stop using your bots to super chat yourself, what? Nate. <laughs> that's, that's a ridiculous accusation. Joven says, I heard Jeff had an OnlyFans. Yeah. All right. Check me out, man. <laughs> I'm drum says. <laughs> Uh, uh, X X Bros, PC Bros, which race for Elder Scrolls Six, PS Bros, YouTube or Twitch? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think we're too old. <laughs> that might get somebody younger decipher that message. I, I think I understood it. I think I think they were trying to say PC Bros and Xbox Bros. What are you getting Elder Scrolls Six on? And then they're saying PlayStation Bros. You watching it on Twitch or YouTube? 
So it's all uh, okay. fanboy war thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elliot says, Spawn, how do I send you an email? I have a question for you and do not have Twitter and really want to contact you about something. It's spawnwavemedia at gmail.com. I have it on Twitter in the bio and it's unfortunately linked up like it's it's not spaced or anything. So I get a bunch of spam messages because people scrape those. But yeah, it's on there. You can check it out. Hytham says the studio Microsoft going to buy is Ubisoft, Take Two, AT and T, Activision, EA, Bandai. This is a long list of studios they're going to buy. Apparently, all of them. It's just, it's just yeah. all of them. <laughs> oh, these are all studios that they could buy. In my prediction, they just listed all the studios. Uh, Bandai Namco would have been an interesting one, but uh, if, if it's that, if they have a hard time buying anything over in Japan, that would make it difficult. Yeah, they make like toys and stuff. That'd be that'd be difficult. Bandai yeah. Namco would be weird because they're so heavily license based with yeah. the anime that they do. So, and that would be I already know that's a no go. On like you can't just get Dragon Ball and all that crap <laughs> like that. So that would be that'd be interesting. That'd be weird. Yeah, that would be very interesting because I don't think Bandai Namco has as much value as you would think that they would have because mm. they're so heavily license based. They're big they're huge but a lot of their money comes from that japanese licensing and anime and manga and toys and stuff like that surgical fixer says just put astral chain oh just put astral chain it chain in after a year it started updating the game froze 50 percent in shut off switch now will not turn on any suggestions Ooh, hmm. that sounds like a, you might have a, a an issue with maybe corrupted firmware or system os it's, yeah, it's not i haven't good. had any issues with i i played Astral. i replayed astral chain just recently and do yeah. the the safe mode thing it's pretty it's very difficult to brick a, a Nintendo Switch. Very difficult. So there's a button combination when you power it on, right, MVG, and it takes you in the yep. safe mode, and you can... Okay, cool. Hmm. Cool. Black, Black Spidey says, watch, listen to you guys every week. Keep up the good work. Uh, is uh, Oh, is OJ on the Spawncast? I am here. There you go. <laughs> Luke says, great show as always. First time watching live. Aries says, given the problems of both next-gen consoles so far, should Sony and Microsoft have delayed their releases until at least fall of this year? Uh, Miss Click answered that one, I would say. Uh, and then Jeff gave the other side of it. Uh, Blitz says, John, with the recent cool changes to your studios, do you have plans on changing your glasses to something more stylish in the future? Oh, what a weird... Damn. What a mean. What? what? <laughs> uh, then, oh, okay, I see how this works. Okay. Walk out like Bayonetta or something? I see how this like, works because the... they, they do that. They say you're going to get something more stylish, and then they go, also, comma, nice abs. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I will change my glasses up. So if I change my glasses up, it's going to be a whole thing online. So I, for at least I, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, I already have, maybe I already have new glasses and I just keep using these ones on camera. Just keep, just keep the piece online. I don't want things to get too crazy. He got right. LASIKs and then he had to just get the frames with regular glasses. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's no glasses even in here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's no glass in here. Maybe it's just frames. <laughs> Y'all whack. King says, I'm glad Dreamcast uh, guy in here this week watched this video on the series. As man, people people after Max after that video uh, about the Halo and Bethesda deal. Uh, Black John says, should Sony and Nintendo be worried about Microsoft buying more studios in the future? I would say probably not, unless it's Bluepoint. MVG has a point. It could be Bluepoint. Uh, otherwise, they, would, they uh, wouldn't be worried about it, but they would be curious, I would say. <laughs> It, it might be the kind of thing they might get Jim Ryan to sit down at the table to say, okay, maybe just first party games on an Xbox Game Pass on PlayStation many yeah. years down the line. That's you know, the sort of thing. Right. That's <laughs> something that's kind of interesting to think about is the idea that Game Pass could end up on a PlayStation system someday or could end up on Nintendo's platform someday, just as buying up studios. Yeah. Yeah, because at that point they could say, all right, look, you can only put 
games that are not on our system. Like if it's, yeah. I don't, we don't want to sell them. You also have to sell them on the, on the PlayStation store separately if people want to buy them that way. But yeah, yeah, you could do, you could do EA play what EA play does. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Hmm. That's interesting. I think that could be a reality someday as you, you sign into your Xbox game pass on your PlayStation, or your switch. Uh, I think that'd be good for them on the switch because it would give them at least a pathway into, into Japan with their games. All of a sudden the switch in Japan, you know, 18, probably 20 million or so then would just have a game pass icon that you sign into. Hmm. Roberto says RGT 85 is the greatest man to ever grace this universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, universe, <laughs> this universe has some problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sanjay, Sanjay says, John, yeah, right. John PS3 fat finally got the red light of death. Does he in the board and ship before new paste actually work or should just a cleaning and paste be enough? You might have to heat the board, but that would be pretty difficult without destroying it. Um, without the right materials. Some people use heat guns. I don't know if that's a great idea. What do you mean materials? You just need a towel, don't you? Just throw it on there. The towel. I would it? I actually you can technically fix a PS3 about putting in your oven. You gotta take the board out. 350 degrees, about nine, ten minutes. Take it out, put it back together. It'll probably work long enough to get your data off there. If you hear a pop, you've gone too far. Yeah. That's no. that's actual advice. <laughs> that's real. You can do that. Yeah. I mean, don't don't blame me if you if you mess it up, but you could actually do that. Uh, we've done it before. That's how we know. <laughs> uh, DJ Matthews says, you think Sony will be uh, salty that you can play PlayStation PC games through GeForce on Xbox Now browser. That's another thing, too, is you can play Death Stranding on the Xbox Now, apparently. I've not tried that. Yeah, that's, I'm still waiting for that, that new Edge browser to go to retails. I think it's still in the development um, branch Bring. right now, but yeah. um, I'll definitely be checking that out because I think there's some interesting things there to look at. Video coming? Video coming? Cool. Uh, when 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 the browser is available to me, yes, I will make Aww. a video. And then DJ Matthews says, "Does that mean Sony has no exclusives?" No. What? <laughs> what? Laker Laker Link says, "What does Nintendo do with the cart space for Pro Switch? We haven't heard a lot about 32 gigabyte cartridges." Oh yeah, Nate, whatever happened to that? When's that 64 gigabyte cart coming? when a publisher wants to pay the price cool gta how do we make this happen rockstar gta 5 maybe nintendo would have to come and subsidize some of that oh okay got it Mm. then majin boy says shout out to the spawncast you guys are awesome question if you could design your ideal themed switch what game would you based off of and what colors would you use metroid prime and it would be the the really nice like um orange color and all that it would be really cool it's kind of like the the 3ds we got at one point for it but yes definitely metroid prime go ahead click tell them the same thing all the time and people always like i just want a zelda themed one man either a sheikah slate like switch light or give me gold i thought go with the splatoon theme where it looks like it's like splattered with paint splatoon would be cool but i mean i just like zelda to me it's just like shiny you know louis yeah, <laughs> <laughs> says i'd settle for a lock 1080p on every switch game at 60 fps docked played apex on switch and it was literally hurting my eyes yeah it's unfortunately doesn't it looks like a pastel painting that they just wiped water on unfortunately oh yeah uh, <laughs> levi says uh brooke makes a wireless ps2 adapter works great 
There we go. Ragnarok, do you see a trophy system ever coming to Switch? I'd like to think they would do one, but at this point, we're just people are just asking for music in the <laughs> on the eShop at this point. So I don't, I don't see them doing it because look at how look at how long people have been asking for it. It's been forever, and all of Nintendo's games have built in like stuff like Astral Chain has it built in. Like all the games have it built in, so they just rather do that. They rather not make it to where you have to make everybody or program it for this. To I just don't think they're going to. Evan Reeves says folders only matter if you're buying digital. And people do a lot that. Of people buying digital, right? A lot of people are buying digital right now. I think Sony reported that sixty-three percent or something of their last like fiscal year was just all di all digital or something. So they have now overtaken their physical sales. Although I guess it was kind of a skewed like year, basically with the pandemic and everyone yeah. staying at home. But I mean, those people might just get used to digital now. They might just be like, eh. I'm used oh. to digital. Yeah, I just got, I go. moved to it because you know all the review codes would come digital, and so I'm like, of course, oh, this is super yeah. convenient. I'm just going to stick with this. And also, I yeah, I, I don't like having a bunch of physical stuff. So also, yeah. I'll I'll admit with the Switch specifically, it is very convenient just to have it on the Switch, and you're not oh, carrying yeah. around a case with all the little cartridges that could get lost yeah. in those cartridges. I mean, Six dollars. I love having my 3DS just have all the games on it because I feel like oh, I'm just this is just going to be my 3DS forever, and I'm like my kids pick it up and they just have all the games, and I don't have to worry yeah. about pick, like getting them out of closet. Yeah, I like Losing digital things. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think I kind of think the Switch is going to be like one of the systems that really leans into digital very, very quickly. Like even maybe compared to like, I mean, even the, you think of the Xbox Game Pass, but even like the PS5 and stuff. I don't know. It seems like this has the most convenience to it. Yeah. And Rob says, "MVG, I see that sick bass guitar behind you. Do you rock out with your socks out? Who is your favorite bass guitarist?" Uh, I've actually got two electrics and a bass. Um, so I actually play electric, uh, six string more than bass. I'm, uh, I'm pretty terrible at the bass, but it, I can do enough to be dangerous, I guess. But my favorite bass player, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a clue. Like Prince, Eddie just Lee, say Prince. Prince. Yeah. Or someone. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint guitar player. Evan, we got a, uh, we got discord questions over there that we can finish up with before we go through the last Chats we have here? Yeah, we'll go through, I guess, the Square Enix one. Square Enix had announced the showcase for March 18th. Any predictions you guys want to see revealed? Okay, cool. So this will kind of be our last topic then, too, while we're at it. Just quickly going over the Square event coming up. It's, uh, it, I guess, I guess everyone's just going to do their own events. I mean, E3, I guess, is going to kind of happen, but I feel like everyone's just like, why would we pay them? Why don't we just do it ourselves? So... I, this is Square, I think, getting ready for that. Like, they're going to have this one that I, I would assume they're going to have one in June or July or something as well to get the rest of the year set up for them. Um, but it's, I mean, I think they told us everything, didn't they? Like, more the or one, less. The one thing they left as a secret is a mobile game, I think, from one of their Square, is it Montreal? Am I thinking yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think they have... Like people are maybe expecting a lot from this more than they should. Balan, okay, Balan Wonderworld's there, so yeah, it's gonna be Headliner. good. <laughs> Balan Wonder. I, I, I'll admit, I saw that and I was like, wow, they're really gonna have Balan Wonder Earth as well, like they the, need that the headlining one, game. One <laughs> Earth to release. They're like, we gotta get that RGT kid excited again. Yeah, gotta get him back on board. Yeah, yeah he's <sighs> the main driver of hope. One thing that I talked again. about that could be there. I'm um, sorry, excuse me. One thing, um, there's a Tomb Raider 25th anniversary, so they can finally show off that 
Tomb Raider. Maybe it finally yes. can switch to. Yeah, there's a Tomb Raider yeah. trilogy. I, it's, yeah. it's They showed it on the Xbox. I have no idea why it's it exists unless they're doing enhancement patches because the games are already on the Xbox and like I think two of the three are already on Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. So like... I don't really understand what they're why they're doing that for the Xbox in particular. I mean, I guess if they if they're going to put that on the Switch, that'd be cool. Uh, I guess I think PlayStation even has one of them on PlayStation now, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the tomb. I think it's Rise of the Tomb Raider, the uh, the 20th anniversary oh. thing they did is on PlayStation now. So like, I don't really understand that one. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, it has ray tracing now, and it has this, this, and this, and it's for next for like next gen patch. That'd be cool. And uh, of course, they go into the Switch. That'd be nice to have those three Tomb Raider games there. So they have the list they included was Outriders, Balan Wonderworld, Tomb Raider, Marvel's Avengers, Just Cause Mobile, a new mobile game from Square Enix Montreal, and whimsical games from Square Enix subsidiary. Taito, sorry. There we go. Outriders is... People are wondering if that's going to go to Game Pass actually day one. Yes. That you know what? Take the money. <laughs> take yes. take all the money you can for that game oh, yeah. square. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they made the right choice. I mean, that's gonna really help that game. And it, yeah, it's it, that's definitely the game that's going to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. uh and it'll be there day one. Uh that's uh I mean I, I all when I, I tweeted that today and uh, almost every tweet was like, Oh, I wasn't gonna play it before, but now I'll try it. And that's why you do that deal. So uh may, maybe this game has a chance to like get some players, I guess. And yeah, you're right, take the money. So good, good choice on Square Enix's part. I think, I mean, it makes sense for Microsoft too, because when I was playing that game, I just thought of Gears of War immediately as I'm playing it. Yeah. So like it kind of already matches up with what they have there. So that's a good, is that, you think that's an announcement here at this event? I think so. Yeah. This, I mean, cause you, you have to say it sooner rather than later, right? Cause you can't let people pre-order on, I mean, you could, but then that's a PR blunder and, and you're going to get a lot of people mad at you. Yeah, I think, I think you just say it here and then uh, everyone that pre-ordered on Xbox can just cancel it and get it on Game Pass instead. Um, yeah, I think, I think so. Okay. That's, also, that, that's apparently that, 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 that Taito game is some uh, uh, Japanese um, Disney parade music mobile game or something like that. Someone, oh, thank God. That yeah. sounds <laughs> phenomenal, dude. I can't <laughs> wait for that. Uh, it, oh, it looked, the music sounded good. So yeah, I, okay. I'll have to find the link for it and you, you can listen to the music, OJ, and tell me if it's any good. Hmm. sure asap i'll do it i i don't think they're gonna have much to say about balan i i have no idea like we've played the game uh i, I don't know how they're gonna sell it any better it, unless they're like it's delayed now i i don't know that's otherwise tomb raider and avengers oh okay what i guess they'll show off spider-man i don't know you're skipping the biggest game there life is strange three hell yes life <laughs> is strange three that's I good though for life is strange about. fans that's cool to say i just didn't get into the series what's wrong with you i don't know i was doing doesn't anything like else being, doesn't like being emo when he plays his video games maybe oh, he doesn't yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I just never got into those kind of like the kind of games where you're no, it's it's like more stories, you know it's it. like more storytelling type games, right? Where it's like uh telltale style. We, we hate emotions yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Man. See, I didn't really we get into emotions. those kind of games. <laughs> no, I played life is strange. I mean, it, it's a cool, I'll say this about life is strange. It's a very cool concept. If I had more patience, I'd definitely be into it, but I just don't have enough patience to sit there and I about a, a bunch of fake people and looking at their lives and all this. I stuff. played the Wait, don't first you do that series. With Persona? Hmm? 
Uh, Persona? No, Persona's actually cool. It's like an actual game that you play and stuff. It's different. I played the first series for it, and then I played Before the Storm. Um, I did not play the second one yet, but I think the Before the Storm really turned me off from the series because Mm. I thought the first one was fine. Uh, There's a little bit of corny writing in it, but it was fine. Uh, But the writing in the Before the Storm game completely turned me off from the series, unfortunately. It was very... uh, I don't know. I just don't think it was written very well, and it really lost my attention. Hmm. Well, you know, maybe I'll check it out just for Nate. Is it on Game Pass? No. Isn't it like on games for gold? I remember playing like on it games, was on for, games gold. for gold for a while. It was also on PlayStation Plus for a while. Yeah. The, isn't the first episode free or something? And then yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I kind of want to watch John play that game because I could just totally see him sitting there being like, "Hmm, why are we doing this?" You're gonna watch <laughs> me watch like watch. You're gonna watch me of me watching a game basically because it's like <laughs> it's not it's not I'd like, like an. To, i'd like to see you yeah you're basically watching it but you'd be like mm-hmm, this seems trivial <laughs> yeah trivial. i don't mm. think i've ever used that word in my life but i, I will now <laughs> so i i, I, I would like it more though i thought i thought that'd be kind of like your type of game jordan uh i mean yeah, it's I like i said writing is it better than Last of Us Part Two, though, in your opinion? What the before the storm? Yeah, mm. the writing. No, La- Last of Us. Say what you want about it. The the, the writing is on a different level than Life is Strange, uh, the little mini series. Like sure. basement like level it, or like top floor? Wh- level? Whether you like it or hate it, it's. I mean, it's it's just way better than Before the Storm. Before the Storm is like uh, how do I put it? It's very melodramatic teen drama to the point yeah. of like they're saying the lines being delivered are somewhat what may consider a little bit cringe in some ways, but like not even performed in like a me trying to believe it manner. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just was like, all right, I I don't know if they're trying to be like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or if this is serious. And uh, I don't know. It just wasn't uh, put together (laughs) properly. It reminds me of that show. I don't know if you guys have seen it. My brother and me, the writing in that kind of reminds me of that old Nickelodeon show. I don't know if you guys have seen that show though, but Mm -hmm. it reminded me of it. Evan, what other Discord questions do we have? Do you think Square Enix will confirm Final Fantasy VII Remake going to PC and Xbox after the exclusivity ends in April? Oh, in April? Like, around... Uh, I mean, they'll probably confirm it, at least for PC. Yes, I, I would say they'll expect, confirm for PC. I would yeah. expect an Xbox announcement to be this year. Hmm. I See, I thought that would have been a good time for their next-gen announcement, but they already did it with the PS5. That's not out till what, June? So, yeah, Nate's probably right. Probably just PC for now. Hmm. what's uh what's the we have one more evan the last one would you consider uploading to alternative video platforms um like red tube or or something he he suggests he suggests he suggests rumble.com or odyssey.com which apparently have monetization options i don't know of either of those places but uh That's definitely some Russian malware. Yeah. I uploaded a story fire for a little while, but they had they ran into some issues. And I have no idea what yeah. happened with that whole they thing. They ran out of money, didn't they? I don't know. I think it's still up. So I, I don't know. I just did. Were, were they the ones on Twitter being like, we pay $30 for every thousand views and we're 12,000 times better than YouTube? It was, it was ran uh, by the YouTuber um, McJuggerNuggets, uh, Jesse. And I, he was on Twitter a few weeks ago saying that it's coming to a close and they couldn't get funding. And I think someone at the last second before they closed funded them. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So still around. Possibly. I'm going to look, look at it again. It. Yeah. I'm going to look back on it. I used to upload there too. 
Uh, Shinru says, hey, everyone, what's the most innovative idea brought into gaming? VR, HD rumble, haptic feedback, maybe gyro and controllers. So it's an innovative idea? The D-pad. I mean, are you talking like overall or just from that list? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I guess it would be, I guess it would have to be interchangeable cartridges. I was going to say hardware 3D rendering. Yeah, there you go, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the list, if you go VR, HD rumble or haptic feedback or gyro, I mean, I guess it'd be VR. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow Nexus says the next switch should have Netflix. I mean, that sounds, that's not, that does sound like next gen switch talk. That'd be cool. It's weird that it's not current <laughs> gen switch talk. I, but yeah. It's uh, last gen talk. It was on the 3DS, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a 3DS mm-hmm. thing. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Some Factor Five guys put Hulu on the Switch. I always think that's such a fun fact. But some people that used to work at Factor Five did the Hulu part. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Those, those Factor Five guys did a lot of those uh, the compression codecs um, for some of those streaming apps, mm-hmm. and I believe they had a hand in the Netflix one as well. Hmm. Jeff Grubbs Game Mess says, having a good time with these kids and also MVG. Here's some money. <laughs> kids. I forgot to say OJ as well, because apparently OJ is what, what, like 57. Is that what it is? <laughs> Somewhere in the 46 50s. turning 47. My right. Mother. Uh, <laughs> Jedi says, will, will Nintendo continue Amiibo once Smash is done? Continue. Oh, continue doing Amiibo for other characters. I would assume. So. I mean, I'm surprised they were still doing it now because are Amiibo still still like really good? No. I just I remember they were like it was like crazy when they first came out. People were yeah. like storming different stores and like well, you go there and like the, the shelves would be destroyed. Well, when the new ones come out, right, they sell well. But obviously, like you buy one and you don't really need more. So I would mm. assume there'd be a natural drop off. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still doing it. So I guess it's working. It's just cool. I guess whenever like a, a character comes out that you like. But I used to exactly. know people who would collect every single one and they'd leave them in the box. They wouldn't pick them out. Yeah. You know, so. to answer this question for sure, though, yeah, it's, it's going to happen because Monster Hunter Stories 2 has Amiibo. So there you go. it's going to be based mm-hmm. on games. It's smash. It's not necessarily tied just to Smash. Yeah. And also there's like a Shovel Knight Amiibo, too. There's like Shovel Knight. There's that other one is cool, though. Yeah. The Shovel Knight one's Smash. cool. Um, Ford says, uh, please love yourself and spread the love. Uh, Pad says, anyone remember the TI graphic calculator mod scene? Yeah, I remember playing Mario. There was like an RPG I used to play in like in like yeah, uh, we, we played Mafia class on that stuff. thing. The RPG, was yeah, good. yeah. I remember the Mafia game. That one was yeah. funny. Drug Wars, Drug Wars. So yep. yeah, I still yep. want to play Drug Wars. Yeah. Those man, those were funny days. I remember a kid cried in my class because the teacher took it away. <laughs> he was playing the whole class. He just fell out balling, dude. Oh man. <laughs> Victor says, Jordan, do you enjoy the Pokemon uh, manga? Uh yeah, I I uh I've read a good amount of it. I don't have all or read all of them. Is that is that the thing where Charmeleon like cuts an Arbok in half? Yeah, so it's oh. the er, the really early stuff was a lot more violent, was quite violent, yes. um, and a lot different. But the uh the newer stuff and and anything in between is has been uh, it's been tamer, but it still has a lot of those elements more um more i would say it's more it should be more of like a teen rating almost for some of the stuff it gets into rather than um more family friendly with a lot of it uh but yeah no i mean it's it's good it's still it's cool to see these stories told in the pokemon world in a different way liam asks will burn in be a problem with the switch pro if it uses the oled screen 
Was it a problem on the Vita? It was, um, but I mean, that was very early OLED technology as well. The the Vita was weird. I mean, do you remember this? Because if like your Vita is, I have to check mine. I remember my Vita would be off. You would have these like, like almost like ink blotches, blotches on it. yeah it's really weird yeah, yeah. so yeah. i i assume it'll be different with the switch I, I i think it'll be fine i think it'll be fine i mean i think they'll build something something into the firmware that you know shifts pixels around and and dims the screen and just does all the things that you know you would expect Gur says do you think ea and 2k should be worried with the money microsoft is throwing around a big sports license would give a major annual release to game pass and that it's currently lacking love the podcast uh probably i mean probably not i don't think microsoft's gonna buy ea or 2k or take two or anything like that they would have to want to be purchased mostly so i and honestly ea actually bought uh codemasters after they them and take two were fighting over them so i think they're they're considering now just buying different people if there are different companies if they can mufasa says why is twilight princess on gamecube going for 160 dollars i don't know i can explain that is it actually it's actually going for 160 dollars yeah it's going for that price here's the reason why um if you remember it obviously it came out after the wii version right yeah nintendo barely produced any of those because they wanted everybody to buy the wii version of the game and the gamecube version it's the original intended version to where yes, it's not it mirrored like yeah, but, I, but but i just bought it for 50 dollars last year what's what's with the price spike? yeah but now with the whole the gamecube you know what i'm saying being prices just keep going up like xeno saga yeah. there's just certain games that were just didn't get produced a lot that have jumped up in price twilight princess is one of them the xeno mm-hmm. saga trilogy is wow, now it i bought jump. it for 100 it's now 300 something there's been a lot of games that have jumped up 50 wow, to 100 dollars but it's the it's because it's the purest version of twilight princess and people it's still think gonna come over to the yeah. switch so i think people want that original version of it to where link everything like it's supposed to be not mirrored and all that stuff like that the original version wow that was a good pickup then huh yeah yeah it was a very good pickup i, I got it wow. too i got it for 70 i remember i was like i saw the prices were going up i'm like oh let me just get let me just get this right <laughs> now i picked it up for 70 um but yeah it's getting it's getting pretty pricey now you didn't have it when it came out back in the day um i did all of my games when i was in college um they got stolen uh, all of my uh when i was in college my apartment got broken into because i'm in the hood in fresno and uh i got all my all my most of my games were stolen i i did i was here for thanksgiving it was like 2000 I forgot what it was but it was like 2000 something and i was here for thanksgiving and then i went back and then our apartment got broken into so they took wow. most of the stuff that i didn't bring so yeah at least you're okay though that's what matters it t- yeah. Eternal says uh, Fallout 76, Cyberpunk 2077. How concerned should we be that EA will title the new Mass Effect game Mass Effect 78? I'm deeply worried about this, yeah. <laughs> uh, Shinru asked, Does Jeff Grubb order from Grubhub to get food from his favorite pub? What's that? I, Grubhub, I've never heard of this. <laughs> Cam says, My LG C- CX keeps shutting off and, and on. I did a factory reset. Seems to be working now. Should I return it? Because I only I have only had the TV for three days. Maybe that's that's tough. I mean, honestly, so, if it's still wait, within the get back. Is this is this the Cam one? Cam, yes, big, Cam. turn off turn off CEC. So oh. consumer electronics control. This happens to everybody. My TV keeps turning off. They return it. They get it back to their house. Oh, it's turning off again. What the hell is going on? One of your consoles, your Apple TV, something has CEC on. And when that thing goes to sleep, it's turning off your TV as well. Mm. Turn off CEC on everything. And if it still keeps happening, then return it. Uh, but don't return it first because you, you, I'm, I'm, I guarantee it's probably CEC. 
Uh, and I, I know if you don't, if you don't know what that is, just Google it and and it'll you'll figure it out. Tracer says, have you all heard about the new graphic settings added in Overwatch for Series X and S? I find it weird how little the PS5 or Pro got in comparison. It is, that is interesting. I did see something about the Series X and the S getting uh, like enhancements, but the PS5 so didn't. Overwatch patches things in like different yeah. um, times. Like they'll, they'll do balances and tweaks and they don't do it all at the same time. They'll, mm-hmm. They usually space it out. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a delayed thing. Okay. Humdrum says they allowed Rare to work on GBA because Microsoft had no handheld. Wing Wing True. nuts with a cool little sticker here again that says wow. And then Andrew says, Can I get a Hoya? Yeah. <laughs> Leo says, to clear up my earlier question while playing Genshin Impact on PS5, there is a UID number and it's bright white letter uh, oh white numbers on the lower right at all times no okay i know what he's i know what they're talking about the evan does this have that on the bottom of the pc it just has like your id number yeah that's i thought you meant the load screen but yeah on the bottom right hand corner it's just bright white I, yeah I there's there's that. no way to turn that off as far as i can tell no you can turn it off in screenshots oh. but you can't turn it off during the game i have no idea why that's weird yeah that's that would actually be something i'd be concerned about then hmm that's they might want to I want to figure that out on Genshin Impact side. It's just a patch to just toggle that off for the HUD. Jeffrey Burns says they just want Game Pass on PS5. Apparently there were talks about it. Like they had reached out to him. So maybe they are just at some point just going to try to force Sony into a corner. Dragoon says, will there be a new South Park game releasing soon? The latest episode seems to hint at it in my opinion. I mean, I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I think the last two did all right for uh, Ubisoft and them. So. Eh, it's good critical yeah. acclaim and sold well enough the first game i think sold a lot better than the second game but yeah still though i mean why not put another one out there tjo says just a reminder that downloading game pass games is still an insufferable nightmare on pc they really need to overhaul that whole infrastructure rodrigo says so will future Bethesda games be less buggy uh, hard to say hard to say i don't know if they're changing engines or anything but well still i guess we'll yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll still sell or be downloaded a lot. Uh, yeah. But we'll, well, I guess we'll see with Starfield. That'll be the next big test. T. Joe says, any chance Mala Soft will update Xenoblade Chronicles 2 with new Nintendo Switch support when it releases? It still caps at 720p in both modes. I, I mean, I would hope so. That'd be cool. That's a game I would like to see get some sort of enhancement patch with a, with a new system because I think that game would look really cool at like a solid just... 1080p outright no questions asked there so yeah, i wouldn't i wouldn't really anticipate that okay good <laughs> uh dead planet says phil's not going to say we did this for exclusive content for xbox gamers and not have that statement pay off early starfield is first marley says finally got an nba jam arcade one up thanks to rgt85 peer pressuring me and because of spawn i got the sn30 pro plus thanks for all you do that's a good combination controller yeah. yeah. John says, have any of you guys tried NVIDIA Shield using AI upscaling to preempt what Switch 4K might look like? Tegra X1 Plus is pretty impressive. Yes, um, I have. I was we were talking to John Linneman about that the other day. Um, it's got pretty decent scaling built in, but it does have its issues as well. So um, I'm not sure if that's the final, you know, the, the solution they're going to end up with. Shadow Fox says Nintendo innovations are seen as gimmicks, but Sony and Microsoft chase graphics also a gimmick, but it's never called out. Why is this the Overton window? Mm. Well, I think Microsoft and Sony chase gimmicks in terms of like VR gimmick, right? Or there's been like the connect, the connect. (laughs) Well, they were chasing Nintendo. 
like yeah, right. with it with connect type of thing that's just like kind of more normalized um into like for or like buzzwords but it's not seen as a gimmick like i see what shadow fox is trying to say mm. but um not known as a gimmick like uh stuff like you know like motion controls and stuff like that you know i would say i mean i would also say third parties will tend to ask for like upgrades and hardware better better uh better systems in that way and then we just get better visuals out of it because of that like the whole thing with sony going around apparently they were asked about the hard drive and how slow it was for a while and they made the put an ssd in there and i'm sure there are also questions about ram and other things and then we just end up with a more powerful system anyway just as technology increases and let's face it when you go and buy a system most people notice the graphics immediately so it's just the way it is yep. uh, with how with how these systems sell that's why they put 8k on the outside of the box and yep. all this other stuff so it's all all the visual appeal why they used the Amiga screenshots, even when they were selling it on systems that didn't have as good graphics way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All visuals. Joshua says, you think Nintendo should do another fighter ballot as the very uh, last smash character for DLC. If they, if they do it, of course, no, this needs to end. <laughs> I'm going to have a video on it later. It's end. over. It's over. It needs to end. <laughs> And it needs to end now. This should be, there should be no more fighter ballots. That's, this is it. There's 80 something characters in the game. Gosh. <laughs> Jedi says, are Japanese companies even interested in selling to Microsoft? Uh, Japanese companies like Nintendo seem fiercely proud of their independence. I mean, everything it's hard to say. Yeah, everything, yeah. Has, everything has a price. Also, we don't, we don't really know a lot of the backroom talks and stuff anyway. Yeah. So who knows how companies feel right now with this. But if, if, Microsoft, if Microsoft just said, hey, we'll give you... 50 billion they'd be like all right they get yep. past the laws and everything it would be instant you know like yeah. for that amount of money yeah yeah slope says so the cast is saying i should buy a wii u in 2021 in meantime never owned a wii yeah you know what i think we use will be fairly rare in like five or ten years i like Ooh. the point where people are really going to look around for them because scott's bought like 10 of them so far so uh but yeah the wii u i just not many were made you still need a gamepad for the whole bundle and those things were destroyed constantly so yeah i think the wii u is a good buy right now just at least for collector's value and for hacking mvg has a really cool video yep. on that yep at least put region free on there so you can play all the games but game games on there through hdmi i mean that's pretty solid yep. stuff hawk says misclick play resident evil 2 remake first oh my god <laughs> randall thor says since steam allows ea play could we see a curated version of game pass on steam and are we really getting outriders day one on game pass oh that's <laughs> that's such chef <laughs> uh yeah outriders day one yes that seems like what it, yes i mean I, yes that's what it's happening and then uh, and then we, we we address the first question i i, I think yeah. it's possible that if you get it if jim if uh Phil makes enough acquisitions. Jim Ryan's just like, yeah, I guess, I guess, just micro, just Microsoft games, yes. Yeah. Uh, but years from that, years from now, and maybe, I mean, maybe even on Steam, I guess that's possible too, as as Brand was saying here. Yeah, I wonder how interested they would be in doing that. But yeah, maybe. Tracer says Microsoft should buy Blizzard from Activision. <laughs> Infernal Tim says Grub is the goat of special guests. Love all you guys. Thank you. Ridiculous says John. What happened to hollow knight silk song also what's up nate and oj hope this podcast having an amazing night love you all i don't know i would like to see something about silk song uh i don't know sometime this year here's open i can't i can't complain i'll be honest 
<laughs> one of my users bought me an air fryer and it's like the greatest thing ever air fryers are awesome it is a cheat code in life oh yeah man it's so good. <laughs> air fried chicken nuggets yo let's go mm, air fryers vexfer says scalpers will buy microsoft eventually fish fish fan says thanks for a great show also shout out to mia for 85 <laughs> <laughs> fried, fried melon says what if microsoft wants to buy valve gave newell looks like he's about to retire They'll, they'll go public before they would sell like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dragoon says, unable to update Crash 4 to PS5 version. Any suggestions to solve this problem? I saw a couple people mentioning this on Twitter, actually. They were having a hard time with it. I am not sure if there was a uh, solution to that. I'm going to have to look online to Dude, see if anyone I, figured it out. Activision with their Crash games just sometimes are, you know, Crash on Switch, the racing game is like broken online. It just doesn't work and they don't care even during the trial. Like <laughs> it just doesn't work. They did a free trial on it, and you can't play online with with your friends. It's just and Aww. still it's still broke. That's sad. Mm. <laughs> they just sometimes they just have issues with this with this stuff with Crash. Man, I don't know what's going on. Wishbone says, uh, Mar "Mark Boone Jr. at Too Fast Too Furious, Rat Scene Guy at Spawn Wave." Now, you guys mentioned this last time that yeah. I look like the guy oh, from the Rat Scene right. from Too Fast Too Furious with the hair. Yeah, yeah. no one knows his name though. John, John says, could, could Microsoft buy Square would really bring in a specific customer face and deprive Sony of a key suit? I heard, I heard Sony was buying Square, right? That was that was the word. Sony was going to buy them. No, I, I don't think I would be shocked if anyone bought Square anytime soon. That would be, that'd be very surprising to wake up and read that one day. Cage says, you think the next Switch could increase performance on old Switch games like other consoles since many only run at 30 frames per second at lower resolutions? That is the hope, is that it would immediately make those games better but if they need patches i'd be concerned that some just would never get them <sighs> chris says i miss watching live i rarely get to anymore and then chris says how do i start being for metal warriors refresh konami oh who do i start begging for metal warriors wow there's <laughs> a game no one ever talks about that would be cool though konami or lucas arts help me nate anybody don't shoot it down Konami, uh, we're gonna be asking started. konami for something I, I, uh, <laughs> Wow, yeah, they that still, company. They still have to deliver Silent Hill, right, Nate? Give it time. We're in, we're in March. <laughs> the year is long. How much time do we have to give them? You know, when ask, you see, when you the see Konami mention Silent Hill this year, <laughs> you will fall silent. Oh, he's got catchphrases and, and everything. on that hill. <laughs> I think you're, you're overthinking it too much there, Nate. <laughs> mr mr uh but i have a there's a there's a few in Streamlabs here as well we're already technically because we're jumping ahead an hour tonight we're already in uh it's technically like after midnight here so we're gonna go around here as i finish up some of the super chats in the stream lab just make sure everyone gets their outros in. let's go to uh our guest tonight jeff grubb jeff i linked your youtube channel down below so everyone can check him out there of course and on twitter jeff you want to let anyone out everyone know what you're what you're doing this week Oh, yeah, no, thank you so much for linking that stuff. Uh, I, I I started a new show to go with the Game Mess this week. Uh, the Game Mess show live. I'm, I'm going to start doing it on Twitch, but then I'll put the videos, uh, the VODs on, on YouTube. Um, and it's been going really well. It's just a way to explain, like, as I update the Game Mess calendar of what people can expect from the continuing not E3 that's going to happen this year, uh, what each update means, uh, what people can expect. Uh, like, for example, uh, I did an update today. Uh, already a company, uh, I'm being vague, but a company has slipped from June to July. So if you were trying to, if you were really hoping that Jeff Keighley was going to get everybody to do every, all their stuff in one month, well, too bad. That's already not happening. Oh, so, it's, it's shifted? 
it's just uh, one, to, uh, at least at least one company's already already moved to july so yeah oh. so uh, i i talk about that and a few other things like the there's a you know that microsoft event on the 26th there's you know don't get too hyped for it but there might be some small games there and then maybe we'll hear about an age of empires game here in april something like that so oh, okay yeah. Yeah. Wow. So check out those videos. Yeah. I, July, I really though. Oh man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to miss, I'm starting to miss E3. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to miss it now. Yep. Same. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, then we have a few stream labs ones here. Mr. Stud Muffin says, love you guys. I was wondering if you guys shared the same sentiment as me, but is a game being mediocre sometimes worse than it being bad? I always look at Sonic Force as a prime example. Sonic 06 is way worse, but at least it's so bad. It's good. I think the problem is mediocre games like that just are for, Gettable. Whereas people remember Sonic 06, they don't. Cyberpunk. Good point. Did, did he say Cyberpunk? Sonic 06 was, <laughs> did he say Sonic 06 was so bad it was good? No, it's not. It's just bad. But it's, yeah, it's everyone, like it's it, everyone talks about it though, in a way that yeah, <laughs> it's meme worthy online. That's so it still has like it's like the room. It's like yes, it's, it's not good, but people remember it because it's so bad that it's good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's good to watch other people struggle. Yeah, I, it's, exactly. okay, I'll admit I do watch. I watch other people get so pissed off about the game but the game itself is horrible it's a horrible game uh then he also says uh also a few shout outs oj i'm glad i started watching your streams hope you're on the spawn cast tonight nate your podcast with mvg is great to listen to while working also dreamcast guy your re vampire lady drawing is coming out nicely too oh god miss click where can everyone find you <laughs> yeah thanks for having me you can find me uh here on youtube as miss click gaming um other than that i stream basically every day except for sunday uh at twitch you can find me there as miss click um other than that, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Misclick, awesome. that's me. Liam says, what are the odds of Nintendo patching current Switch games to get pro features like DLSS? It would be disappointing if Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, 3D World, et cetera, didn't have the visual upgrades. They still benefit from the OLED though, right? They do benefit from the OLED, but uh, yeah, I would DLSS, like to think... That'd be a huge... <laughs> that'd be asking a lot for them to patch that in, especially with something Breath of the Wild when you're going to have like Breath of the Wild 2. yeah where they could yeah. really focus on that game to take advantage of such features. There's no reason to go that far back in their catalog to say, look, game from you know, four years ago. About, I'd be curious if they put 4K on the box art or something like like some kind of like advertising for that for those no, games. just call it breath of the wild 4k, 4K. That be the name. Yeah. <laughs> i'll be curious if they come up with their own marketing for like yeah. 4k in some way like where they're going to call it or, or they might call it something right now yeah i would yeah, double like dip that, yeah. i would double dip oh yeah yeah like that yeah that'd be that'd be cool uh wingnut says love the show keep up the great work xavier says some of you recommend getting into the psp so i bought one for 45 dollars. works perfect just missing a chunk of plastic on the sides so i don't even know i'm playing got gran turismo and crisis core what else should i get we talked about this last week a bit with some of the different games to grab but i like i like the, the tactical rpg like jean d'arc or just final fantasy tactics that's a good one there um or kingdom hearts that's another good one uh, so could i could I get away with emulating a PSP games or should I play on a PSP for real? You can get away with it. You can get away with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. absolutely. The emulation, emulation for PSP has come a long way, actually. It's pretty solid now. You can play it even on Raspberry Pis. Download, okay. um, there's a there's a core in RetroArch um, that, that works really well. So yeah. just check that out. You, you don't need a BIOS or anything like that. I think you just download the ISOs and play them. Should work. Awesome, that's, 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 my, that's my jam. I'll do that. Uh, Sean's pet raccoon 85 says, Hey guys, love the show. Any chance that you can invite the happy ga console gamer onto the spawn cast? 
yeah, watch Happy Console Gamer. We'll see. I think Sean uh, Sean knows him, so we can. I'm sure we can probably get him on here at some point. Mobius Gaming says, if you were locked in a basement for the rest of your life and you were given only three games to take with you to play the rest of your life, which three would you choose? You can pick three different games from three different consoles and platforms. How <laughs> about just give me one? What's the game you would play for the rest of your life? Super locked Mario in, World. Locked in a basement, though? Yeah, there are outlets. No internet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking Bad, man. One light, right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <You gotta> like... <laughs> I'll, I'll do some Mario. Stri- I play Mario Strikers for a while. That'd be fun. I'm alright with that. Uh, I'm I'm taking Smash. Um, Smash. Taking Smash. Uh, yeah. There's just too many characters, so much content in the game. So Smash for me. Uh, Taker says, I really hope Nintendo goes back to offering home console. Even in the dock mode, I feel like they still have to make concessions to the portable form factor, offer a true family of light, hybrid, and home. Light and home for optimized for their purpose. Let's go to MVG. Where can everyone find you, dude? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and at YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer. I have a video coming out on Monday. And as always, thank you for having me on the show. And I want to shake your hand, says, could you consider OJ for next week's Spawncast, please? (laughs) (laughs) I want to shake your hand. (laughs) It's funnier every time they say it. Why is that? (laughs) Because they'll take stupid memes from my stuff that I do and then make names out of it and all that. So that that one's pretty good. I want to shake your hand. OJ, where can everyone find you? Um, You can find me on the... No, I'm joking. Um... (laughs) Um, you can find me right here on YouTube. I got some cool videos that I'm planning. Super Smash Brothers. Um, got some more Nintendo Switch um, analysis videos that I'm doing. So yeah. Also, if you're having trouble finding a PlayStation Five, giving away giving away one, and also thousand dollars worth of gaming credit. Thank all the people that have supported me over the many years that I've done content. So and shout outs to everybody from the Spawncast. I want to say, John, thank you so much. Also to everybody here um, that uh, that helps me out and has you know been very nice to me. Thank you guys so much. On that road spending. to 100K, right? On the road to 100K, we should get there sometime this year. Don't know when, but uh, we should get there sometime this year. But thank you to like the support from Spawncast peeps, from Miss Clicks crew, you know, um, from everybody. Seriously, it's just been immense. MVG, even get some people that like your content coming over and streaming, you know, every now and then too. So awesome. uh, thank you guys so much. Jordan as well. Can't can't forget that. Can't forget my man. Jordan. So uh, thank you guys so much for being friends. And I appreciate you guys. I um, appreciate you having me on, John. Chris says, watch Netflix on your phone while you game on your Switch. Uh, Pico says, people buying Twilight Princess for $106, but will complain, complain if when Twilight Princess comes to Switch for $60. I don't get it. Uh, Michael says, <laughs> question for Miss Click. Did you ever ride a friend's R-Wing on Star Fox Assault multiplayer? And if so, anything top the level of excitement? Does <laughs> anything top level of excitement? Okay. Yes, both the R-Wing and and the Landmaster and countless hours on multiplayer. That's one of the reasons why I want online very badly. Bring it over with renovated controls. I think it'd be awesome. Nah, nah, that was that was peak childhood joy right there. It's fine on the friend's R-Wing and uh, living life to the fullest, you know. Steve says, hey, Spawncast, I just bought a Nintendo Switch. Do you guys have any topics for some games I can play right now? Currently an Xbox gamer. 80s. Hades, Hades, is, Hades is still not on PlayStation or Xbox. Just get that oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's down, a good man. point. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Broadcast, yeah. Breath of the Wild, I think Mario Odyssey. Breath of the Wild's the obvious one for just most people. Get Breath of the Wild, have your weekend open, and just yeah. get locked, man. That is the greatest feeling Absolutely. that I, I've had in a long time. I will give you this one. Don't sleep on Luigi's Mansion 3. That's one I would mm-hmm. I would look at, too. I think that mm-hmm. one looks very good. And I think it might still be on sale right now, maybe. 
some, sale thing going on. Yeah, some of the first party games did go on a decent enough. I mean, it's for Nintendo. Like it was like they were like thirty or forty percent off or something. They were actually go, decent discounts. Go on Amazon for Breath of the Wild. I think it's fifty bucks for which is yeah. I know games old, but I think that's probably the best price you're going to get. For it. I think Breath of the Wild is the game to get when you come. Yeah, to Switch. if Wild. you're wanting a single player, if you're if you're coming over and you want the multiplayer online aspect, Mario Kart or Splatoon for sure. Splatoon, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and Humdrum says, Jeff, any more rare IP revival, which is next? I, I no, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't count on anything anytime soon. I think they're, I mean, I would hope for Banjo personally, but I mean, yeah. if they're not going to do mm-hmm. Banjo, what, like, why, why would they do anything else? Uh, mm-hmm. I think in, in rare, uh, yeah, I know. Right. I, w- I would love to see conquer something like that, but I don't think rare wants to necessarily go like, look back. Like they're doing Everwild. Is that the name of their next game? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. they're, 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 they're experimental. They want to experiment with stuff. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of where they're at. Chris says with the nearly impossible task of finding an RTX series card, would it be smart for me to look into a gaming laptop or wait it out. Thanks all. I'd like to tell you to wait it out, but I, I don't know when these are. I, I, we'll probably be looking at thir- the 30 series cards when the 40 series cards comes out still like trying to find ones. So I wait, are they laptops are really good right now? If, if you, if you, that's the route you're going to go, you can't really go wrong. Even if like, if you want to get one with an AMD and an AMD CPU uh, with a, with an RTX card, that'd be, that'd be really good right now. What were you saying? Click. No, I mean, what was the question exactly? Like, if they're having a hard time finding like the full desktop sized RTX cards, they're just asking how laptops are shaping up. And if oh, they should go I get mean, one of those, again, you know? if you go through certain pre built, like NZFT um, or uh, uh, shoot, like iBuy Power or what was the other one? Freaking uh, uh, Power GPU, they have the pre builts there for you and they can get it to you within like a month. Um, they, they have them in and stock. It's like I a got $50 mine in market. Yeah, right, yeah. For building, not that much more than building yourself at MSRP. Yeah, no, I, like I, I totally would recommend that. Plus shipping. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And Jackson says not a native patch for Overwatch is a Gen 9 aware patch for Xbox One version. Only a couple first party Sony games have gotten the treatment on PS5. Okay. Chris says Spawncast rules. Love, love everyone uh, missing Max and Sean, but at least we have Jeff Grubb bought the sick purple 200 hoodie. By the way, will OJ be on Spawncast? He is here. How much did he pay you? Twenty. Okay, yeah, I'll be on here for the next four weeks. <laughs> what about what about Jordan? Where can everyone find you, dude? Uh, you can find me, uh, Jordan Fringe, on most places. Uh, YouTube. I just I made a, a video and first time in four months went out the other day. Yeah, go check out Jordan's video. Go check out Jordan's video. What was it about, Jordan? Uh, it was another. Uh, it was a follow up to my Rugrats video from last year. Um, oh, that's awesome. Leading up to because they announced the reboot, so I talked about another spinoff that didn't work out so well. And I, uh, yeah, hey, Jordan, yeah. I like how YouTube gave me a notification. I, I like I like that. They I'm guessing that sarcasm, and it did not yeah. tell you at yeah, all. They they didn't, okay. and I've seen every video on your channel <laughs> multiple times, and I didn't get a notification, well, bro. Everyone, go check out Jordan's video and say hi in the go comments. Do myself. Everyone what took four like... months? I I just took a break from the internet. <laughs> I took a break from YouTube. Uh, mental health imagine dbz says i just got my ps5 a few days ago i have been playing around with it and being so oh being so quiet actually really puts me off going from ps4 to ps5 is really jarring in terms of sound output taker says new switch jingle switch switch me switch you (laughs) to genius says would you all prefer a switch pro that would output to 4k on tv or a simple upgrade gpu which with a 1080p oled screen that's basically if you prefer doctor handheld essentially I, I like the idea of oled going in i think that is a, a pretty substantial jump from the lcd but 
I play my Switch more and more docked, so I guess 4K for me. Yeah, I'd mm. say docked. Mm. We're streamers, though, so... I mean, we're... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have PCs so. and everything, too. Yeah, so... Evan, where can everyone find you? You can find me over on Twitter at Kimrix Project. I'll basically say if anything's happening, if I'm going to any events, if they ever start up again, or if I'm going live on Twitch. Uh, you can also follow the the Spawn Wave at Twitter. Uh, Jordan, if you want to just yeah. take your right arm and point straight up, I guess, kind of, because it's above. No, yep, yeah, there you go. So it's <laughs> it's up on that side above Jordan. Uh, you can check that out. So we'll hopefully go. start posting some stuff up there, and you'll see cool. retweets from people who've been on here. I'll retweet things like I retweeted Grubs stuff today. Oh, very good. Shinra says, "When will we see Mega Man X Nine? Big need." I mean, that would be that would be nice. I would like to see that now. Chris says, OK, Metal Warriors will happen. Try the multiplayer. You would see I'm doing this. Benacera says, thank you, Spawncast crew in the community here. Thank you for always making Saturday nights great. Still Live says, any of you guys, uh, any of you guys ever get the Darius Cosmic collections console and arcade? They're pretty cool. Yes, I have it. It's excellent. Yep. MVG has it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was about to look right at MVG for that one. Dragoon says, will there be a new DBZ game this year or a new future DLC announcements? Uh, t- Team Four Star did it better. <laughs> I, I would like to see them do more, but they they seem pretty serious about just doing DLC for Dragon Ball Kakarot. So, uh, Fighters is done, so there's no more DLC for that. Um, Kakarot is getting the chunks stuff, mm-hmm. but I think there should be a new Dragon Ball Z game. I would say maybe next year. Maybe they announce it this year, then it's next year. But there definitely should be a new Dragon Ball Z game within the next like announcement within the next year. I would say. And Shinru says, how should Square Enix bring back Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross Dragon Quest XI style or Octopath Traveler style thoughts? I'd like to see them go all out for Chrono Trigger, but I know they probably won't. <laughs> yeah, they probably won't. Um, Chrono Cross, to me, is the game that actually needs to be remade. Chrono Trigger is pretty much perfect the way that it is. I mean, if they did bring it back, whatever, of course I'd get it. But Chrono Cross is the game that needs to be. That game is rough on the PS1, and it's never officially gotten any type of re-release outside of maybe like a PSN store. Um, so if they brought back Chrono Cross and they, they made it like Unreal Engine 4 like they did with Trials of Mana, that would be that would be very, very compelling. To me, at least. To me, I think it'd be, it'd be pretty cool. Okay. And Nate, where can everyone find you, dude? You can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. MVG and I have two podcasts up from the well from this prior week talking about the Switch Pro and the possibility of a Switch XL where we had digital foundries. John Linneman join us to talk about that. So you can listen to those two episodes right now. We will have an episode sometime next week discussing a mystery topic. And yeah, I guess that's it. Oh, I'll have a comparison up early next week of a upcoming Switch game. Which one? Mm, It's under embargo. Oh, okay. What's an embargo? (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people don't know that <laughs> uh, that's actually a good question thanks uh thanks everyone for coming out in the spawn cast we'll be back next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time we'll see you guys then life is strange